Thank you for tuning in to the Private Suite Magazine interview series. As always, I'm India Dent, and today we have a very special guest, someone I've been wanting to have on the show from the very beginning. His name is Yort, and he goes by Cat Corp. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thank you for having me here. Thank you. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. It's it's an honor. The same for me. Honor for me as well. Oh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) I've been a fan of yours since the beginning of my Vaporwave career, you could say. (laughs) I love your stuff. Thanks. Thanks again for for taking the time out of your day to sit down with us. Yeah, sure. Like we are now hours or something apart from each other. It's uh, afternoon for me and morning for you. So yeah, logistics were were interesting, but we managed yeah. to sort it out. Ah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so happy to have you here. Hmm. So what uh, like what did you get up to last night? What have you been up to lately? Oh, it was crazy again. Like we had um, the release of number two. Like uh, the Earth Earth uh, final, and of course mm-hmm. cassettes and CDs, but it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, the marbled records would sold out in ninety seconds. And it was crazy. I had yeah. that in my cart, and yeah. Ban- I have a I have an email from Bandcamp that says if you have it in your cart, you get fifteen minutes. Oh, and then mm-hmm. and then and then it'll ret- it'll still be in your cart, but yeah. we'll return it to the pool of available items. So even though it's in your cart, someone else could snag it if you don't hit that checkout button. Oh. But I had it in my cart, and then I went to check out like five seconds later, mm-hmm. and it said, we're sorry, dur, dur, dur. And I was like, what? The oh. album came out less than a minute ago. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So. I know. I feel bad for people missing it out. It's okay. It's, it's, the, it's the way it goes, right? I have to make like calculations of how much budget there is and how many do I think we will sell and... I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to keep the marble a bit exclusive. And yeah, but 150 might be yeah, not enough. <laughs> I'd get to 200 in the future. 300 maybe. Yeah. Well, it was a great, like that record is an old record. I don't know if everybody yeah. knows that, you know? Yeah, it's um, it's from, what was it, 2014? 14, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't even know. I, I think I wanted to do a side project try something new, try something else. Mm-hmm. And that's when I made this. And I had it on my, well, on a different band camp. And some people found out about it. I, I don't know who came up with the idea first, if it was me or Telepath. And then we both decided like, oh, you can do something else. And then we'll make like a double album. And Dream Catalog put it on tape. And then it came with yes, uh, Dreambox. Dream Catalog, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dreambox 1. That wasn't that in 2016, the Dreambox? Mm-hmm. Wow. Sounds about right. So the album is already five years old. <laughs> That's crazy how fast time flies, eh? Yeah. I still remember making it. I know exactly where I was. I was in a previous house. Um, I even know. <laughs> I can see myself making it still. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, man. Well, yeah, I'm super stoked to see it on wax and on, yeah. uh, I guess, tape. I was gonna say metal. <laughs> I wish I could show it to you. I got I, I got like a box here with uh, replacements and uh, yeah. personal copies. I wish I could show it to you now. Like, hey, look, this is how it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what might be funny to note to 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 tell people is that um, I'm gonna grab the record here in my hands. And if you're listening to this and you already have the record, like they're being shipped out tomorrow and Tuesday, and if it reaches you in time, 
the inner sleeve is actually a Japanese inner sleeve. And people might think, but wait, aren't Japanese inner sleeves like circles or round? Yeah. Yeah, that is true, but there's also square ones. Kata sleeve, I think, is the name. Katata, katata, katana. Oh, awesome. Kata sleeve. So it's not going to... It's not going to be that, uh, like, the standard... No, 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 no. The, the circled one, the half ones, um, I always fight with them. When I buy some J-pop on vinyl, and it comes mm-hmm. with a half-circled inner sleeve. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, you don't want to touch the grooves, right? No. And I'm struggling putting it back in. I mean, if you put the circle yeah. side in first, then the record could slip out, could, could fall out. And mm-hmm. if you try it the, the standard way, then the whole, whole piece of paper or plastic gets folded and it's a mess inside the sleeve. You can, yeah. <laughs> so it's such a depressing plant. It's okay. I want something else, but not the rounded one. And they're like, okay, okay. Well, we've also got these ones, the square ones. And that's pretty cool because it has um, a paper side and a anti-static, uh, I think it's even rice paper, a rice paper mm-hmm. side. And it has wow. two black arrows pointing up, so you can see which side is open. And yeah, and I specifically told them like I want the version with the arrows. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's that's really neat. It's a special extra little treat that not yeah, everybody would know about. I don't think there's many records uh, who have uh, no who have this kind of sleeve or in a sleeve. I don't. I don't think I own a single one, and I mm. even have a bunch of records from Japan. Yeah. But I've never seen the square one. Me neither. Not until until now. And then it was somewhere on Twitter or Facebook that mm. someone said to me, "Are those the the kata sleeves?" Or he he named them different. It was a different brand. Yeah. And I googled it, and it was the same kind of sleeve. I was like, "Oh, people actually know about these, and mm-hmm. apparently it's a thing. Like they were pretty wanted. They weren't yeah. cheap either." <laughs> Highly sought after. No, in Japan, they make such high quality stuff. I Mm -hmm. saw a YouTube video recently about um, academics and specifically math teachers Mm -hmm. and how they all strive to procure this specific chalk from Japan, you know, blackboard chalk. Yeah, yeah. I guess they make, there's a certain brand in Japan that's just made so freaking well that these teachers are obsessed with it. And (laughs) I I believe that they went out of business a couple years ago. Uh So it's a story about like who got to hoard how much and how they give it out to people that still want it, even though (laughs) it can't be sold. And like, if you think about the markup, for example, and yeah. That's how people want to help them. Like, hey, we got thousands. Let's sell them for double the price. Yeah, well, that's they are sort of. Like, even the people in the documentary, it's a little game they play with each other now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wanted more. yeah. Shout out to you, Japan, for your uh, high quality craftsmanship. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I know my girlfriend likes to buy uh, like uh, crayons and pencils. And one time it was in Helsinki, and we found a little store, like a pop-up store, uh, selling Japanese crayons and Japanese pens and paper and notebooks and all kinds of stuff from Japan. And let's say she was pretty excited. <laughs> nice. That's in Finland? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the people. Yeah. Uh, Helsinki, Finland. Yeah. yeah. I met her online and uh, we've been together for almost five years now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Good for you, man. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, almost a celebration. <laughs> 
Yeah, milestone. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for, milestone. There you go. So yeah, you were busy yesterday with Earth Earth and all the little details. I'm sure there's so many extra tiny variables you have to uh, plan for and work out. I had I had to watch the sales like the first hour. You always have people emailing like, "Oh no, my address is wrong, and can you help me?" And yeah. So I was pretty busy up until like nine, and I tried to get my pet flamingo or my pink flamingo. Is pet or pink? Help me. Uh, my pet. Yeah, pet. It is pet. I always call it my pink flamingo. It's the <laughs> damn logo, right? Yeah. That's. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's a pink flamingo. But it's yeah. a pet. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of flamingo, pink flamingo stuff in the scene. Yeah. Like Maybe fl- flamingosis, flamingo funk, or flamingo vapor, I think, too. Yeah. Maybe that's um, why, I'm, why I mixed it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have. <laughs> yeah. So I was hitting yeah. F5, trying to get the gold copy, because I really wanted that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I know and now. Did I you have... make it? Nope. <laughs> And now I know oh, how it geez. feels when you miss out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What goes around comes yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. Totally. It was like, oh, this is how everyone felt oh, like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, that same thing happened to me. Uh, I had it in my cart. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I had it in my cart, and then a work uh, emergency came up oh. where uh, there was a certain service that people need access to that went mm-hmm. down, so I had to fix that. Oh. I work in IT. Yeah, I was going to say and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then I went back to it and it, I think it either it, they all sold out just like what happened to me oh. with your record or yeah. I waited too long. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also so I, I missed noticed. the gold also. It's something people who listen now should also take note of. Uh, I was at a birthday party on Friday when the Empire Building uh, was originally, originally released and because it was a birthday party. Yeah, the guy was unwrapping gifts, and we did celebrations exactly on the same time as the record was dropping. So I sneakily had to get out my phone, and I started the Bandcamp app, and I was I was there refreshing, but nothing turned up. No record was uh, was in the merch section. I could see that there was an album, and I was like, okay, the album is out. Uh, where are the vinyl records and the cassettes? And mm-hmm. and because I couldn't fully check my phone uh, I had to do it kind of sneakily sneaky. I uh, mm-hmm. then thought well maybe I should try opening up the internet browser and work it out from there and then I started the internet browser and I found that there I could see the records yeah then I switched back to the app and there were no records for sale in the app oh jeez so, everybody when a record drops make sure you check it from your internet and not from the Bandcamp app because somehow it would not synchronize in time. And that's why mm-hmm. I missed the first round. So Oh, jeez. Yeah. Life pro tips with Cat Corp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure that's that good to know. I did not know that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, you learned it the hard way. <laughs> Shit. Well, you're in luck because you're going to Econ 2. Mm-hmm. We were mm-hmm. just talking about my pink... Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, there will be a limited number of golds at Econ Two, mm. so I'm going to be in line for that. Yeah, let's hope maybe they want to trade. Want to trade for Cat Court? <laughs> yeah, I got a marbled with your name on it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if uh, 
if people are there that there are going to be trades happening like people are like oh, oh i got this sure. set i got that you want this you want that Oh yeah, I, well, at the tape swap on the oh, Friday yeah, swap. Yeah. before Econ, yeah, there was it was like people were selling crack on the street. Like <laughs> everybody had their bag full of stuff. Yeah, like, twenty five for that. No, I could do that for thirty five. It's like, what you got over here? Like, you know? <laughs> oh boy, I yeah. hope I can make it on the on the Friday. I uh, hope I can be there. I'll probably mm-hmm. be sleeping most of the time since the uh, yeah the time zone. That's a long long flight for you. Well, I'm gonna be. I'm flying too. Yeah. Now for you, it's maybe you know five hours. It's five or six. six. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got at least fifteen, seventeen hours. <laughs> and that's just in the air, mm-hmm. not waiting at airports and stuff, right? Yeah. Ooh, maybe yeah, two gonna... hours. Two hours waiting. But yeah. oh man, well, it's crazy. Worth it. It's worth it. I can already say that. Oh yeah, I'm. I'll be there on the Friday. I think I get there at ten a.m. Hmm. I used all my air miles to make this trip because the first one was Brooklyn. That's pretty close to Toronto. I actually took yeah. a bus there. It's pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, wasn't too bad. Yeah, I hope I hope I can say the same one day. Like, oh, I just took a bus today. <laughs> I mean, if we ever do a, like a festival in the Netherlands or something. Yeah, I see. Exactly. <laughs> well, 2020 is going to be a crazy, crazy happening year for vaporwave. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Isn't there isn't there a show coming up in Europe somewhere that you're playing at? Mm, there are some plans With zero, in the making. Maybe? Yeah, there are some plans in the making, like where we can uh, perform. I know some people want to set something up in the UK and in Germany, and I know a couple of people in Finland who could uh, work out something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely happening. Um, Sweet. I, I've been in contact with someone who also wants to do something like this. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> yeah, I hope I didn't... Uh, There's some t- well, I, I, I think s- someone who's who's going to be there talked about it on our show before. Mm-hmm. So I think th- if they said it, then I can say it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, nothing too written in stone just yet. No, exactly. We'll have to see who can play and if it's, if it's all possible. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a pretty big... Um, Law for underground underground music here in the north of the Netherlands. Like uh, I don't know if people know the north of the Netherlands, but it's uh, it's nothing like Amsterdam. It's a uh, like rural area, like yeah. lots of farms and fields, and there are some towns, but it's nothing like Amsterdam, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but the law for underground music is pretty big here. Like uh, we got uh, some small festivals in the town. Uh, called Popronde in Dutch, which would mean like pop circle, pop festival in English. Yeah, I think um, I think I Mitro mentioned something like that when I was talking to him. Yeah, it's like you have um, 41 bands or 41 musicians, and they travel from city to city in like one or two months' time, and then they perform in places you normally would not perform. For example, I've been uh, the same birthday party. We went into town to check out some bands. And one of them was performing in a clothing store. <laughs> and the other one was oh. performing in like uh, a restaurant that was in a cellar or like a basement uh, underneath street yeah. level. And that's, that's pretty cool because you can meet uh, underground music and some new places. And one of the organizers of the festival... Literally underground. Uh, ...has connections to the pressing plant that I press my vinyl at. 
Okay. Uh, so they met me and, and they said like, uh, what the hell is this? You are selling hundreds of records and cassettes all over the world, but nobody here knows you. We have to do something with that. <laughs> so they said, do you perform? Like, oh, do I perform? Well, I just got asked to uh, perform in LA. So I guess I do something. And yeah. I said, well, come to our festival Apparently. in November. <laughs> And they got a new festival, and I mean, not a new festival, but um, mm. it's called Explore the North. And uh, that's like a same kind of idea. Like you can explore new sounds and art. And they said, let's see if we can have you play there. And yeah. the organization was excited. And I was like, yeah, let, let, let's just try it. So that's uh, one small step towards uh, possibly more live performances and yeah. possibly more vaporwave artists who can play here in the north like exactly people are discovering in the the netherlands in general yeah yeah yeah. not even in amsterdam i mean people would think like oh we should go to amsterdam that's where it's happening but it's it's happening in other places as well Mm -hmm. well that's great and it's really cool that those guys took it upon themselves to say hey you deserve a little more recognition locally and we could use um, because you know, like you said, love for underground music, mm-hmm. and you're you've proven that your music has been a success. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a you know beneficial for both of you. Yeah, and it's neat neat that they were they had the wherewithal enough about you. They knew mm-hmm. enough about you. Yeah, to kind of say, hey, let's do this. It was pretty funny. I was at the That's pressing, awesome. pressing plant, and uh, my contact there was like. Um, I spent a whole night exploring Discogs and YouTube, and he just discovered the whole vaporwave genre in one night. And yeah. And he said, like, uh, oh, this is now my current want list on Discogs. And you could see that he had, <laughs> like, 2814 he had in there, and yeah. uh, Hong Kong Express, and just literally everyone. And I said, oh, I know that guy, I know that guy, I know that guy. Yeah. They were really like, well, if you, if you know all these guys, we should we should do something with that. Because mm-hmm. we were really excited, and uh, we'll, we'll see to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed, man. That yeah. sounds like it's going to be an awesome thing. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So you talked about performing at in LA a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us anything about your performance? Um, you know, for those who don't know, you're playing at Electronicon Two mm-hmm. with um, who else is there? That's wasn't on the original uh, Internet Club. Yeah, Internet Club is going to be there. That's that's going to be a huge um, for me. Yeah, the, I think the lineup is pretty much the same. Um, Slater has yeah. been. Yeah, Slater. Yeah, 18 Karat Affair. I think he was at the first one. Was he? Yeah. Could be, could be. Um, yeah, I think... Neon Vectors. Frank GFC, but he was a host in the... He was a host. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. performing. Uh, Neon Vectors... I'm not sure if she was in the... No, I don't think so. Was Game Boy playing? No. R22. I actually don't know him. Yeah? Not me either, but I checked it, and it looks pretty amazing. Like, sometimes you feel a bit like, oh, these people are way better than me. (laughs) What am I going to do there? Well, that must be my... uh, Yeah. Sort of, I don't know, introvert anxiety, maybe. Like, oh, shit. For for sure. And also... um, you know, you kind of develop a comfort for being on stage over time. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's first time on stage is pretty, um, like, they remember it. This know? is going to be my first time ever. Yeah. 
And then I'm gonna be in LA doing my first show ever, like that the diving into the deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pressure's on. Yeah. Oh, Not okay. really though. Really. You couldn't there couldn't be a better crowd for you to perform to. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think I have to take it that that um that hard. Or how do you say that? I don't I can take it a bit light. I mean people mm-hmm. know that it's vaporwave and people know you and I don't think they expect me to play like a, a full band. You know what I mean? Like it's just me oh. and an S P four oh four and yeah, so kind of me with guitars and, and bass. Yeah, recreating the songs from scratch, live exactly. version. Yeah. But neither do I want to sit there and press play. So I'm gonna seek like a golden middle way between mm. press play and uh, and actually doing something. Mm-hmm. That uh, healthy balance. Yeah, I kind of want to. I don't want to play too much uh, sampled material like old stuff. You know? Yeah. Everyone who's listening and was hoping for maybe classics from Audi or class of 84 um that would mean that i would just sit there and press play and then yeah wait until the song is over and then <laughs> start another one that, mm-hmm. that, that feels like cheating to me a bit you know i want to try something yeah new. well it depends on your approach like if your approach is a audio visual experience with a crazy <laughs> that's true that's true like video thing that's supposed to draw people in and not let them look away mm-hmm. that's a little different right true true but since it's going to be my first thing, I need to have some sort of uh, yeah, safety net or comfort zone. Like um, the video I'll be doing will be just something I made at home at the PC mm-hmm. and press play and have the video playing. I mean, and I would I would need a, a laptop with um, like VJing software. That's something I don't have. Oh, true. Yeah. I understand oh. that some people like, like DJing. That's also maybe pressing play and mixing and but I, yeah of course yeah, I, at least uh, half of at least half of the people mm-hmm. i of course like that for the and, most uh, part that's what they're doing but it's cool it. like you know yeah. we we know this coming in it's mm-hmm. not like so you know you go to see your favorite dj on the radio and you yeah, expect exactly. them to be doing all this stuff and they're just dancing that's mm-hmm. a little different yeah as well so I don't want to do yeah, I, like, i'm stoked know, i'm yeah. hella stoked Bit of both worlds, like actually do something like chopping. You know, you, you have yeah. you seen FM Skyline? I mean, oh, shout out sure. to him because he uh, he sent me videos on Facebook. Like this is mm-hmm. how an FP four hundred four works. I was like, holy shit, you're good at this. <laughs> he is. I I saw his whole set. I filmed yeah. it all. And, uh, I'm really. Um, I don't know if he's listening now or you should tag him. Sure. He's been um, he's been like a Jedi master now uh, for me, and I'm the young Padawan. <laughs> oh wow. Shout out to you, FM Skyline. Oh, definitely. He's uh, he's giving Advanced me lots of memory great suite. Tips. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, a, that's so great. I mean, it puts such a smile on my face. Like just thinking back to his performance, seeing how happy mm-hmm. he was on stage, and yeah. just that's what's the amazing about Vaporwave. It's like, dude, just spread the love, bring each other mm-hmm. up, teach each mm-hmm. other little things here and there that can perfect their craft and yeah. improve. Uh, it's just so cool. I think there will be a big difference between this first time and maybe if we if we skip to next year, if I would do a show then, it will be totally different. Like yeah. now I have to learn how to, I don't even know how to behave on, on stage or like what mm-hmm. I should do. <laughs> so people, if you're there, it's going to be my first time ever. So don't be too hard on me. <laughs> yeah. Just got to go crazy. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. And I mean, people can, I'm, I'm going to show them like the corp world. Like, 
different aspects of the music I make. Um, I want to, I don't want to spoil too much, but let's say we're going to explore three themes of my music. That'll be Molesoft, Weather Channel, and Ambient Music. Nice. So I kind of want to also let people listen to some new material or like edits of older material in a new mm-hmm. new way. And, uh, Sick. Yeah, bring us think, bring us into that corp world, yo. Totally, That's a totally. Great sound. And I think one of the other most important things or fun things will be just meeting everyone and the opportunity to uh, to meet fans and friends. That will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it I, it was the most magical shit of my whole life. The first one. I, mean, I was I was hyped for two days after the live stream. I was like, wow, it was amazing. <laughs> and even at work, people were like, why the hell did you watch a live stream until 4 a.m. in the morning? It's like, dude, it was electronic on. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think if I was hyped for two days straight for that, then, then the real thing will be like, oof, I think I'm going to be a week uh, up in the clouds. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Bank your sleep before you get there. yeah so what do you do outside of vaporwave just to go on a bit of a tangent here for a second Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. outside of music outside of cat corp earth earth and Mm -hmm. your other you have another project maybe i'll get into that a bit later Mm -hmm. but uh yeah what do you like to do man well let's work is always next to that like uh i work in the renewable energy stuff with solar panels and people Nice. Uh, this is kind of close to the music that I work with. Uh, in short, I don't want to bore people with the office work I do. Um, we are a bit fighting against the system. Like, you know, big energy corporations taking all the profit and uh, exploiting people and nature. Mm-hmm. We kind of want to get people from a town or village, get together and uh, start their own energy business so they oh. can profit themselves and invest Damn, that amazing. money in nature solar panels or just a general environment like if you want to buy a new playground uh, for your local area then sure go ahead i mean the money is yours that's awesome uh, sounds like you care a lot about sort of conservation definitely yeah and uh i mean i love the 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 fact of you know a little bit power to the people (laughs) my time to um yeah no let's let's rephrase that differently um I like the the feeling and idea of giving more power to people. Like they can handle their own stuff. They know what's best for them. And uh, it's just like, you know, the thing with, with scalping records, like people buy a record and then sell it triple the price. That's a bit what's happening in the energy world. I just yeah. prefer people sell that themselves and then use the profit for good things, not for yeah. their own benefit. Yeah. If that makes any sense. <laughs> for sure, man. I read you 100%. It's a it's something I think about like every day and it's it can actually really stress you out if you think about it too much. Mm, it's like yeah. you have so I love your approach, you know, you're making a change from within mm-hmm. and not just criticizing it on Facebook or something. Yeah. I mean, if I've been to meetings where um I've been to meetings where uh, one half of the people who go there came up in expensive cars and suits and yeah you know like they you, you could see that they are doing pretty well and then we bling, bling. come in our uh, in our regular clothing and we're like yeah we're more down to earth peasants <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean and the fun thing is people from my area they 
has a tough time believing people in suits. They, oh, what's happening over there? Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> Dan Mason's coming for me. <laughs> he called the cops on me last time we were on the show together. Exactly, yeah. Oh, was it? Did he squash you? <laughs> yeah, got to be careful up in these parts. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we were rudely interrupted by that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. When I come from, people tend to believe uh, one of their own uh, quicker than uh, people from outside in expensive suits and expensive mm-hmm. cars. And it's kind of the whole culture in this renewable energy uh, stuff that we're doing. Um, yeah, you just you do it with your own people and not uh, people who are in this for the money. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of the same in the vapor world, you know. If you're in this for the money and uh, that's all you're chasing after, then you're not going to make it. It's also about the music and uh, and the people behind it. Yeah. I think that's uh, very, mm-hmm. very important. Yeah, so well, we have, everyone, we have people like yeah. you to thank for your approach in Vaporwave and mm. in conservation. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Anytime. Friend. It's a, Anytime. it's a tough job, I can tell you that. It's um it's 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 a tough job. Like, Thankless. I want to be the best customer sure, service, but uh, it's it's demanding. So yeah. talking about what other things I do, uh, when the day is over and I've closed my email, and uh, usually I just play some records or uh, play some Battlefield and PlayStation 4. We've been uh, playing lots of Firestorm lately, and uh, we won for the first time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was crazy. Won the Firestorm. Nice. Yeah, that's... Yeah. that's. I've never won. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> nope. Yeah, on PC, I play... Uh, recently, I play Parkitect a lot. Yeah. And uh, I have less time for games than I used to have. Exactly. we got, like, a game group, and uh, in the evenings, it's PlayStation time. Mm-hmm. A little well, NO, here. Um, NO 2020, was it, that you like? Or 1800? Anno? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, 1800 is what I play now. Yeah. My research. <laughs> wow. found that. I said that somewhere. <laughs> you have an played... Instagram post with the oh, cover yeah. of the game or something or a book. Yeah, that's true. The 1800 Special Edition. Yeah, that's the only game I buy the Special Editions of, the Anno games. I love it. I mean, I started with NO1404. Yeah. And I think I spent, I don't know how many hours, over 500 hours or something on that game. <laughs> it's, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, it's you still just, one of the best. You sink right into those games. I used to play oh. NO2020 a lot. Hmm. Um, for me, actually, what, you mean what caught my eye was the, the 2020. No, the 2070 is like the space one, I think. 2020? Yeah, I know 2020. It was. I'm pretty sure it was 2020. Impossible. The numbers have to add up to nine. Well, that's a that's a that's an Easter oh. egg. The game does every. Year, it was 2070. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two and seven is nine, and For 1404 years. is also nine, and 1800 is also nine. Thank you for correcting me so I didn't embarrass <laughs> myself. <laughs> that's how but I yeah. remember. <laughs> And exactly. Like, oh, what game was it again? It was twenty something, and then I just think, oh, what adds up to nine? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, twenty seventy. <laughs> yeah, great games. Oh, I love it. If you like, it. if you like strategy games, check them out for sure. Definitely. Yeah, if you're just like building stuff, I also played SimCity and uh, City Skylines, and uh, what I also like uh, to play Postscriptum or Hell Let Loose because mm. everyone, if anyone is listening, also plays that. Uh, 
hit me up on Steam someday, and uh, let's get in a squad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I will add you on Steam, as a matter of fact. Oh, do that. I'm going to spoil my name here. <laughs> Drop my name. <laughs> I don't even know what my Steam name is. I think you can find me if you... Uh... I think I yeah, changed, changed it to CatCorp. CatSystemCorp? I changed my PlayStation name to CatCorp because I was using a very old username that I don't ever use again anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send you I'll send you the link to my account. Uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Have a private yeah. suite CatCorp gaming night. <laughs> yeah, I think it's CatCorp. People can find me. There's cool. actually one person I have in my friend list whose name is uh, Luxury Girls with um, the album cover as profile picture. So the, from the, For Luxury Girls? Yeah, that was one uh, of my albums that I did. Yeah, yeah, the white one. Yeah. It's pretty, it, it, it's a bit weird seeing someone using that as <laughs> like, I'm like, what? I mean, yeah. I used to do that when I, when I had Amazon Messenger. I would set album covers as my uh, profile picture. <laughs> it's kind mm-hmm. of the same. The bot I'm using to record you right now, do you recognize that? That's yeah, the I, OSC uh-huh. Girls on Bikes album yeah. cover? <laughs> I was thinking, hey, how, what's he doing in here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got to get OSC on the show. Good idea. Oh, just like a subtle hint, like who you want to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I didn't like the the regular thing. Although oh. Discord did update them recently. I think they're different mm. now. They have colors that look a little better. Mm. But yeah, so I was just like, yeah, hey, let's get a picture in there. I, I didn't mm. know about bots until you you said you would <laughs> you would invite one. It's it's actually not a bot. It's just another computer. It's one of my oh. servers. And mm. I have, oh. so it's joined the call and it just, it's muted me. So it can't hear me, oh. it can only hear oh. you. And then I record the sound card of that computer. Wow. And that's it. Cool. It's pretty unorthodox <laughs> well yeah. i can tell you work in it <laughs> yeah just gotta patch it patch it together you got a whole kind of matrix system in your house like oh box yeah and stuff and... yeah it's crazy uh which you would actually appreciate that i imagine because i know you're into uh raspberry pies oh wow you talk really deep <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got one i got one i bought one uh, yeah, people will probably laugh at me for this, but I bought one to uh, mine Litecoins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People will laugh at me. Yeah, I, I can have it. I can have it. <laughs> yeah. How many yeah. did you mine? Uh, zero. Anything, anything worth anything? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I I actually got something. A couple euros. Not that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had like the moon bit. Yeah. Moon, moon land moon bit. There were a couple, like, penny, um, I guess, coins. Like, not penny stocks, but the mm-hmm. smaller coins that you can use your CPU to mine instead of a GPU. Oh, yeah, so ra- Yeah, exactly. That's so that's, um, yeah, it, it was a fun little experiment. I even mined some yum coins. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, what can I even do with them? Nothing. Well, yeah. Well, it was more for fun. And yeah. Uh, that's how I got this raspberry, and I bought like five of those Moonlanders. They're like very small miners, mm-hmm. and um, well, it worked. It was a fun project, you know. Like, I mean, not every hobby uh, has to make money. Hobbies cost money, but this cost for a lot. sure. But Often, it was fun just trying and coding, coding, yeah, entering lines of text, and something happened. Yeah, it's one <laughs> step, you know, along the journey 
So, yeah, and then, and then I, I thought, well, what can this little machine do more? And I was kind of thinking of building like a computer for it. Like I could um, uh, bring like a keyboard and a mouse and a monitor or something for it instead of buying a laptop. But then I was, that, that's just too uh, inconvenient. Like, yeah. How the hell do I even bring that with me to a work meeting? Mm-hmm. Oh, just let me set up my <laughs> Raspberry and my monitor and my mouse and so I bought a laptop instead. But yeah, then I still had the Raspberry. And what's, what's what I'm gonna do with this? And then I downloaded sh- um, what is that? Uh, Raspberry RetroPie. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. RetroPie. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. And I to tell you the truth, I don't know where the micro US micro SD card is. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's. I think it's on my table where I have my PlayStation and the TV. But the table is also pretty popular uh, with my cats. And when they see something lying on there, they're like, "Hey, let's just kick this stuff through the room," <laughs> so he can then find it again. Yeah. What's this? And on the other this side, on the other here. side of the table, I have some other hobby which people might not know about, or they do know. Maybe they, I'm gonna have you guess. Can you guess my other hobby? Um, You've done research. I know this is a pretty open question, but what other hobbies do you think I have? Um, gardening? Mm, sort of. I got an aquarium. Mm-hmm, that's one. Yeah. Right. I know you have like else? aloe vera plants and cactuses and stuff. True, true. Yeah, that, that's true. And a panacook plant for the Dutch uh, listener. It's called pentake uh, plant. No, no, no. It's a, let me <sighs> give you a hint. Um, okay. There's a word for it, and the word is... A F O L A F O L A A F O L. I'm gonna be slain. People are probably screaming at their computers right no, now. It's I this, Indy. <laughs> Some people I give who, up. who are into it, they know what it. Is. But I can give you the two two first words. Okay. Adult fan of. What's gonna be the L? It's a four letter word. It's originally from Denmark. Love. <laughs> no, adult fan of love. <laughs> Sure that, but no, it's a Lego. It's a kinky hobby. Of Lego. Oh, I, I don't know if you've seen Instagram posts, but I built the uh, was, was name again the, the Star Destroyer. I hope people stop. Fans of Star Wars are gonna kill me for this. Fans of Lego are gonna say he's not a Lego fan, but <laughs> I cannot. I cannot remember the names of things. Is it not Star Destroyer? Or yeah. What is it? Star De- Destroyer. Death Lego. Star. No, 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 not the Death Star. That's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Imperial Star Destroyer. That's Imperial. Hey. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I I was grown up with Lego, and yeah. At some point, I was like, I kind of want to buy a Star Destroyer just because I can. And I was pretty into Star Wars again, so I was like, oh, why not just buy the thing for Christmas? And uh, I don't know, probably be too old for this, but. As I bought it, I felt like a kid again. Like, oh shit, that Lego! Look at these. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was building it, and um, actually, this is going to be another shout out to uh, an artist. But uh, I was listening to Mindspring Memories a lot nice. when I was building it. Uh, I think it was Gateway oh. 2000, the album that I had on. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wish. Very, I wish they were playing at Econ. Sorry, I was cause... talking through. What is? Oh, I was just saying. I wish Mindspring was playing at Econ. Uh, because Fire Tools, her other project, mm-hmm. is, I would like, because we had Fire Tools at the first one, you know, get Mindspring yeah. at the second one. Oh, maybe she'll play some, some, some tracks of it. Yeah, Gateway 2000 is a banger. Yeah, I should have it 
Wow. Is it Gateway that I drove on? Mm, can't find it anymore. Yeah, and I got the uh, Imperial Shuttle. That was one that I really, want, really wanted to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, people who are listening, you probably noticed that my R sounds a bit weird. It's because I come from the north, and we say, everyone try it at home. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to have the Imperial Shuttle. It was one that I really wanted to have. And uh, when I got that, um, I don't know if uh, it's a thing, but when I have like a new hobby, I want to deep dive into it. So I yeah. started looking up um, like mocks, like uh, my own creation. And I saw people building the um, um, the, the base on, uh, what is the name of the planet again? Hoth? Endor. Endor. Wow. <laughs> How can I not come up with these names? Uh, it's the bunker on Endor, like the, the, the shield uh, bunker. Mm. And that was my favorite Star Wars movie. And uh, so I wanted to build a bunker. <laughs> And I bought like a ton of Lego on internet, and I built my own bunker. And uh, it also has the generator system in it, and a control room, and a landing platform for the Imperial shuttle. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty big, and uh, well, it it's that big that the cat can walk through it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Probably my Crazy. white cat uses the bunker as a place to uh, <laughs> scratch and walk through. Was that the biggest Lego project you created, or did, yeah, did you do big ones yeah. as a kid as well? No, no, no. I was um, I was happy with smaller boxes as a kid. I mean, mm. of course, I wanted to have the big boxes, but I was happy with every set I got. And um, later, I told my parents that you were you they were pretty lucky with me that I just didn't care as long as it as if it was Lego. And then uh, I was gonna say, yeah, good uh, good parenting or good discipline. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't want any other toys than Lego. <laughs> so I still love it, and uh, I also got the that thing and blocks I got, and Walker and the one Kenobi's airplane shuttle jet thing. I always forget the names of it. Crazy man, you do. If, if there's anyone listening that likes Lego and and Star Wars as much, hook up with Cat Corp on Twitter, yo, Instagram yeah. as well. Where else and, can people find you? Me. Yeah, and please forgive me that I don't know all this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's going to be people correcting you left, right, and oh, center. Oh, that's not a walker. It's called an ATC. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> now, where can people find me? Instagram, Twitter? Twitter, mostly. I've been using Twitter a lot since I tried it. It seems um, Facebook is broken a bit. I mean, technically broken. Uh, I get hundreds of notifications there. Zero mm. messages, and then someone Crazy. sends me a message, and I don't get a notification. Like what the hell? Weird. Yeah, Facebook's a—it's kind of a shit show right now. Yeah, so I kind of do like it, but unless mm. it's a group. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, groups I are good. I, yeah, I check more groups than timelines. Mm-hmm. And somehow, I, I, at first, I was against Twitter. Like, who, why would I be on Twitter? And then I just tried it, and I got, like, hundreds of followers in a few hours. It's like, holy shit, this is uh, big. <laughs> People were waiting for you. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> Finally, Quark on Twitter. <laughs> and now I, I really like it, because you can send a tweet very easily. It's um, it's a fast system, quick system. But the downside of Twitter and Facebook is that you can easily miss some things. Like, you physically have to go somewhere to, to look it up again. Um that's why some people miss information. Mm-hmm. And that's the yeah, reason they keep... I'm making newsletters again. 
like people email newsletters. News- yeah, people receive yeah. a newsletter in their e- inbox, and uh, well, they can safely store all the information there. They won't lose it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Twitter's the best place for that sort of information, just because you're so right. Mm-hmm. Like the algorithms keep changing. And there's going to yeah. be things you miss because Twitter just doesn't show you. I actually mm-hmm. highly recommend – I've mentioned this on a different episode, but everybody check out uh, Tweet Deck. Oh, yeah. It's Tweet owned Deck. by Twitter. Yeah. And it, it's just uh, a more – it's an improved GUI, like the interface. Mm-hmm. It looks way better. You can actually see all the tweets you want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very powerful piece of software. Um, I, I don't ever use the regular Twitter anymore. Uh, I used it for work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. we had to schedule some tweets, and it's perfect to schedule mm-hmm. tweets. Um, back then, I didn't really like Twitter or know how it worked. So uh, when am I trying TweetDeck again? Because I noticed that I want to schedule tweets. It's oh. so awesome. It's yeah. I, What I use it most mostly for is hashtag searching. If there's something happening in the world oh, yeah. that I want to know about, mm-hmm. you can just search the hashtag. But yeah. on Twitter, yeah. you can only search one at a time. You'll have to open up a new tab. Yeah. On, on TweetDeck, you kind of get these different series of columns, and you can make yeah. as many columns as you want and then put a search in each column or put a username in each column or a hashtag mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you and just you can, constantly get a yeah, feed Yeah, you can have notifications in it. Check it out, kids. TweetDeck. <laughs> so let's talk about your music a little bit. Where does your musical interest start to take shape growing up? How'd you get into music? Was it something you always loved? You know, what's your background? Wow. Like going back to when I was a kid? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I grew up on... journey to now. <laughs> um, I grew up with uh, my dad's collection of CDs and records. I grew up with Dire Straits, mostly, and Mike Oldfield, those two. And some rock set and all those kind of things. And I think it was, yeah, that was the first music that I liked, Dyer and Michael. Mm-hmm. Like Tubular Bells 2. And I was pretty, uh, triggered, triggered, um, amazed, I need to say that. Yeah. By all the things that he did in, from one machine, because I couldn't read the, the notes because it was in English, but my dad said that, yeah, he's using a synthesizer and, uh, he can make all these sounds himself and, I was like, whoa, how, how? I was really interested in uh, synthesizers back then. Mm-hmm. Um, dire Straits captivated you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That as well. Um, I grew up with uh, old Dire Straits, not the newer. Mark Knopfler, we had lots of CDs. I grew up with that kind of music. And then later I got into, <laughs> people won't believe this, but I listened to uh, hardstyle music and hardcore that's so funny three episodes in a row people have brought up hardcore and jump style really oh yeah no kidding i'm not the only one who's made the mistake (laughs) 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 sorry if you're hugely into the music but i'm not into it (laughs) yeah i was a maybe rebel because my sister was into tupac i like that too by the way tupac and biggie but mm-hmm. she was also into TLC and those kind of things that were just too, I don't know. So I was kind of rebellious and it played Poppy. hardcore music. Yeah. 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 But Love TLC I though. Like, I like lots of music, lots of different music. I mean, I can listen to uh, black metal and then to jazz and then to Mike Oldfield and, and, and then Tupac. 
I mean, Wu-Tang Clan is next to the Fight Club soundtrack here, uh, next to Amon Amarth, Bathory. Oh, Amon Amarth? Yeah. No way. That is like <laughs> some heavy death metal shit. I cannot yeah, believe. I got, wow. You could see here, yeah. And uh, awesome. Odin on our side is my favorite record. <laughs> Dude, that's so, that's so crazy. And then next to that, I got the Caretaker, Fire Tools, Lana Del Rey, and War on Drugs, by the way. Shout out to nice. them. That's, uh, people want they to have some sent, real good music. I used drugs. to have this blog where I would up, I would back before streaming services were a thing, mm-hmm. I used to upload a lot of music to a public torrent website. Oh. oh. Yeah. I think it was called hotoffthetorrent.com. Oh. Let me see if that exists. Hot off the torrent.com kind of like a music point no yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll find a cache of it or something but (laughs) i got a i got an email from them saying hey indie we're mystified why would you put our music on a public blog because we're an indie band and we don't make any money i was like oh god i'm such an (laughs) ass (laughs) oh my god i'll never forget that email hi indie we're mystified it's like damn that's a good word i'm gonna use that yeah that's a nice word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they, that, that was a... Kind of live. And holy shit, what a concert. What a gig. What a performance. Oh, nice. Loved it. Yeah, they've come a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, War on Drugs, if you want to check them out, guys. Definitely do that. That's a, yeah, so... that's a great playlist. All, of, all the music you just mentioned. Oh, oh, I can, I can continue. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I, I would love to just take a drive with you and... Listen to your oh, playlist, you know, all the different stuff you like. You know, it was also funny. I posted an Instagram picture where I had um, a Post Malone CD mm-hmm. uh, and a Lenko CD. Lenko is like country music with a kind of slight Christian touch to it. Okay. I heard that on the, the radio of a <laughs> farming simulator. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I nice. bought it on Steam sale. <laughs> Awesome. And my dad's been um, like a farmer and um, he retired now. So I showed the game to him and was like, hey, look at this. I can uh, do the stuff you did on your computer. <laughs> and then I was playing it with a friend of mine and I was uh, harvesting potatoes or something. Or uh, they, uh, um, what is that in English? Like uh, uh, corn stuff or uh, yeah. weave? Maize. Yeah. yeah and, and my friend had to drive next to it with a tractor. My dad was like, oh, he can't drive for shit. Look at that. Everything's falling <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And then I showed him like the, the, the machinery you can buy. And he was like, oh, we used to have that one. And, oh, don't get that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I, awesome, man. Yes, I was listening. To, and I had like a, I had a big kick in country. That's the radio station. You can actually look it up online and listen to it. Yeah. Like an American country station. They... Bi- Play big, the same songs big kick over in country? and over. Yeah. Okay. And the commercials are horrible. I don't know what, <laughs> what Americans do with commercials. Sorry, people from America, but the commercials are so weird. Like they wanna, I know. Even they as wanna, a Canadian, I feel that way. They, they want to they wanna scare the shit out of you. Like, oh, you just got raw chicken and you cut it on your board. Oh, boy, you could get germs and get killed. I mean, yeah, who... Who, who cuts raw chicken on the board and then doesn't wash it? I mean, it's common sense, common knowledge. America's a big place. Yeah. Sorry, people from America. If I insulted you now, that was not my... 
Captain, but your yeah. commercials, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sample them, okay? Then it makes sense again. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that now on the live show. Suddenly some big kicking country. Yeah, um, man. One of those or like characters. a super popular one that everybody from the 90s, that grew up in the 90s would know. Oh, do you want to when you want to hear a weird story, I just yeah. said that I should play the, the commercial at um, at Electronicon. I actually am building a set list now that features the track from Sunday television called Commercialized, which is like a, a compilation of different commercials I found online. And one of them is... Um, oh, let's see. What is the name again? Let me, I got it here. They say, um, Southern California, we're with you. It's like a deep voice saying it and, and once someone on youtube said like oh i recognize that uh commercial they play it all the time in california i was like oh shit and i'm playing a hugely popular californian commercial in my life set so people without were, even realizing it yeah people yeah. will recognize it crazy nice. man yeah so lenko and both alone next to that we have who is there slayer and journey soundtrack last of us soundtrack summoning Recently, I've been into Dark Throne, Mayhem, Mgla, yeah, Mayhem. if I pronounce it correctly. And I also got Bro from Russia. Yeah, Mgla, M-G-L-A, Mgla, uh, Polish. They got a new album. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I want to just discover all the, like, I like a lot of different music too. Mm-hmm. Like all different like, kinds. Like, so it's like, it's nice to meet someone that you can actually sit down with and you don't have to be worried. Oh, they're not going to like that. Can't play that. Oh, Can't yeah, play yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I couldn't. I couldn't stand those true metalheads who would be like, "Oh, I only listen to this, and if you don't listen to that, you're not a real metalhead." And I think that's the opposite of yeah. If it doesn't have double time drums, I'm not listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have to be that close-minded when it comes to music. I mean, I like uh, Miles Davis and I don't know White Stripes or those kind of things. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm open for lots of stuff. Awesome, man. And then how did you come across Vaporwave? Oh, interesting. I was um, making uh, noise music. I was uh, making noise music on my computer. And I did like a tape. And then I was like, I need to do something special. I need to do something weird. Let's release music on floppy. But I wanted to know how should I do that? And have people done it before? So I googled the famous words, music released on floppy. <laughs> and then I found Miami Vice. Uh, Culture, Culture Island is the name, I think. And that was Vaporwave uh, on cassette. Yeah, Culture Island. It's still up. The, you, can, you can actually see the floppy disk. And it was released in 2012. Wow. And I listened to that album. And I was like, what? the hell is this for music it's like i found something that was lost that i that there was deep buried inside and i found mm-hmm. it again right like everything suddenly made sense again and on that day i downloaded every album i could find on bandcamp with the tag vaporwave <laughs> there was miami five and uh, fortune 500 label that's what i found i downloaded all those things ultra saint pepsi oh. Architecture in Tokyo, Luxury Elite. Wow. That was the That's start discipline. of the journey. Got to do all that one by one. Yeah, downloaded them all. And also, oh, um, Venturex. Hope he's returning someday. And, um, gosh, what's the other name again? Like all those older classic ones is what I 
when I download it in one day and I listen to it. And I think for a year straight, I could not listen to anything else, any yeah. fast music. I could not listen to pop music. It was too fast. The only thing I listened to was Zaytrowave. <laughs> if it's not Paul stretched, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> that, that's a nice catch one. Nice slogan. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. And so at what point were you like, okay, I can actually make my own project here and started mm. to, like, to say, okay, let's, let's make an album, for example. Um, well, I was into that noise music and I just finished a CD called, uh, Mystic Tet, which is heavy drone. Um, then I wanted to try something else, something new. And I was like, am I going to make this kind of music? Am I going to make vaporwave? And I thought, mm, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe this is not for me. I didn't even know how they made it. Until I was so drawn by it, like, could not stop listening to the music. And then I found out that some tracks were sampled. And they covered, uh, they sampled uh, Sade. Said? Oh, um... A shade, I believe, is the pronunciation. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, the her, girl, uh, she does uh, "Kiss of Life," right? Yeah. Uh, the the what is it? The smooth operator, all those music. Yeah. Yeah. Shade. Yeah. Everybody gets it wrong. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Just she put should, an uh, H in there. Pretend there's yeah. an H in there. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So then I found out that he was sampled, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll, I'll just try something," and. I made some horrible tracks, <laughs> put that on Bandcamp, and uh, I removed them later because it was so awful. And uh, and then I made the album special edition with uh, Sandra, uh, Maria Magdalena, mm-hmm. and that's where it started all. Yeah. I think so that's what, it, when you say that's what started it all, how did that work? Like you put the record out on Bandcamp. And did people just eat it up right away? You know, did you post it anywhere? Did you get any help from anyone, like, spreading it around? Mm. Where do you think it came from? Well, I was a bit active on Facebook in the the scene. But um, artists were kind of difficult to find or to reach out to. Yeah. Uh, Because, I don't know, you kind of felt like, who are you? Like, I mean, I'm just a listener and then I have ask an art artist how they made it and well, no it felt kind of uh, like talking to a celebrity <laughs> yeah and um, well i got in touch with some people and i don't even know if there was a facebook group i don't even know if reddit was it a reddit i don't know if, if someone remembers from back in the day how it started please uh, post a comment somewhere so uh, we can discuss that again but it was the power of bandcamp that also did the trick that you could search by tags and uh, follow people. Mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of started it. Okay. And, and, yeah, I think Facebook groups. Facebook, I think that was it. We had a, oh, wait, we had a Facebook group back in the day that was pretty popular. And I don't know if you remember that, but it was a group. And then people would post, like, is this vaporwave? And it would just be a picture of a, I don't know, a door. Yeah, yeah. Or I a do. brick. I have. <sighs> remember that? It was awful. Mm-hmm. awful. <laughs> And then one day I got the famous email. I still have it in my Gmail. Sent by Marshall Bean. He said, hello, CEO. Any plans to put your jams on tape? I've listened to special edition a million times, especially the track Haze. And I would totes enjoy owning a physical piece of magic. Thanks, Marshall Bean. And he sent that on Friday, 
The 13th of September, 2013. I don't recognize them. Their that name. Six years ago that this guy sent me an email and I said to him, Hello Marshall, I would have to contact some Vaporwave labels to put it out on tape. I can do some asking around. Thanks for listening and enjoy the tunes. And uh, then <laughs> um, I sent him that email on September 18. And then, uh, and then oh, on October 10th, I sent him another email. Hey again, I did some asking around and there are no labels interested. So I'm going to do it myself. I'll let you know when it's ready. <laughs> nice. So that was six years ago that I started my tapes. Tape, uh, and I, I don't know if it's true or not, but or maybe it's just coincidence. But I think when I started dubbing tapes, uh, tapes also became more popular, or the whole tape thing started. Like the only first tapes you had was Hologram Plaza and um, yeah, Hologram Plaza and Luxury Elite. Maybe there weren't many tapes around. Mm-hmm. Just a few. Crazy man. And that's, oh, that's I guess that's it, a. It was a blessing in disguise, eh? <laughs> yeah. And I kept, I, I'm never going to delete this email. Like I did lots of emails from my Gmail, but this one I got to, I got to keep. Mm-hmm. So um, Mr. Marshall Bean, if you're still in the scene listening to Vaporwave, probably listening to this. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Massive shout out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that was 2013 and then it, then it all started or then it, yeah. Then the journey began. Mm-hmm. So that happened and you said to yourself, okay, this is the project I want to continue with. Mm-hmm. And then you started developing your sound with each record as you went. Or mm-hmm. did you sort of have a plan for each one in place already? Mm, the first couple were pretty shitty, like I mentioned. Um, so I deleted them very quickly. Haze, well, my special edition was more like a... Like, like you come back from the club. And you remember the music that they played, but it's all chopped up. And that was yeah. kind of what the special edition was. Oh. And I think then I started working on Hiraz. And I wanted that to be different styles, different sounds that I liked. Like more ambient, but some more soft, which wasn't really a thing before that. Yeah. Or during. And um, I should just try to get different sounds for that but the theme the themes in my albums have always kind of been the same like dreams or matrix kind of situations or mm-hmm. like being somewhere that, that you want to go back to or it's all uh, uh what is that it's all a hologram or a, yeah like what a is glitched out version of of your memories of it yeah what, what, what it's um simulation that's the word i was looking for yeah simulation that's highly uh, present in my albums like Cosmopolitan Dreams is actually uh, taking place in Vanilla Sky situations. Someone is having lucid dreams, but he didn't mm-hmm. choose to dream nice things. He actually dreamed of uh, a zombie apocalypse because the people who uh, look up the track titles of Cosmopolitan Dreams will find out that most of the names come from The Last of Us and from The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Not many people who, who found it out. I'm sure, like a lot of people play those games. I just don't know how much people look at song names, especially mm. if there's a tape for it. Yeah, like if if the tape is the main way people discovered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, so maybe I took maybe I took to uh, I looked around in the game, and tried to find some things that I could use, like Goldstone Building or Finch and Kepler, some mm-hmm. names from the game. 
And Terminus is from uh, Walking Dead. I'm just looking at the album covers on um, Rate Your Music. Mm-hmm. How do you sort of like put everything together? Like the collages you make are absolutely beautiful. The one for Here I Eth, that yeah. that record is like it's it's had several different um, moments in time where it impacted people. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when the when the vinyl for that came out. It was one of the first vapor vinyls we ever saw. Yeah, it's like yeah. the fifth fifth one, maybe something like yeah, that. One of the first, definitely. Yeah. So, like that record alone, when it first came out, when it got the tape, when it got the vinyl, it was a milestone each time, <laughs> sort of. And, yeah, yeah, it's been a milestone every time. And the the aesthetic on the the album cover is huge. It's so cool. It's really inspired by um, uh, internet aesthetics from Tumblr. Mm-hmm. You know when Tumblr used to be a thing, people would post the hashtag uh, Intaes, uh, short for Internet Aesthetic, and it was all okay. kinds of this, uh, uh, yeah, collages. Yeah, collages. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so I kind of wanted to have that theme as artwork, and then I found some things that I could use. And <laughs> there's well, there's something you did along the way here. I don't know if it was conscious or subconscious. But when I look at that album cover, I'm like, that's Cat Corp. <laughs> you can just, you can tell. Yeah. Same with some of the other <laughs> records, too. That's Press the start bombs. key. That one's so Cat Corp. It bl- knocks me back in my chair. <laughs> you know? Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. What'd you say? Oh, no, yeah, there's lots of uh, plants in, uh, in my albums. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the plants. Oh, press the Yeah. Start. Do you know what water? The, yeah, press the start key is pretty... Um, like it has a workbench from the Amiga. It has Windows 98, mm-hmm. and it has the Jurassic Park system. You know, like when a little girl is on the computer and she says, "Oh, I'm gonna hack into the system." Yeah, and this is what she uh, <laughs> she's seeing. Mm-hmm. That album is actually um, super 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 vaporwave um, because it samples uh, like commercials and instruction music video. And that, that oh. used to be a thing back in the early days when you would only sample like uh, Microsoft instruction videos. Mm-hmm. And it has some Battle Royale uh, speech training videos. And... <laughs> yeah, there's certainly like an aesthetic for that. Like I would almost just call it Office Soft. Hmm. That 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 is a good description. Yeah. There's a lot of wiggle room, but uh, yeah, for the most part, like early um, like corporate computing. Yeah, and, and there's not many people who... I, I kind of... Um, maybe there are album albums in this kind of specific sound, but back in the day, we would have quite some. But I think maybe Signal Wave came from this. Mm-hmm. You know that? Signal Wave or Broken Transmission? Exactly. I think that kind of evolved from this, like the commercials and the instruction sounds. And... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome, man. Like, you really... Um... If you didn't start it yourself, you were a catalyst for a lot of these different sounds. <laughs> I don't know if people like think about that that often, but I I, I don't I don't dare to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I dare. <laughs> I'm awesome. a rough customer. <laughs> well, some things I just wanna I don't know. For example, News at Eleven is highly appreciated, and um, it set quite a bar for Weather Channel music, but. Mm-hmm. There have been other great Weather Channel albums. Um, I don't know. I just make what I like and what I like listening to. Yeah. 
That's great. That's, it makes it even more... I, I think that's part of why the albums last so long, your mm. albums, because you're not just saying, oh, you know what, this is a good recipe for a successful album. Let me do something like that. Okay, mm. on to the next one. What's going to you know, get people interested this time? Yeah. It's like, no, no, I just want to make what I feel like making at this moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's what I uh, did with that's every awesome. album. Yeah. Um, Shout out to you for keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think maybe on um, Palm All Mars was um, a bit bit of both. Like I wanted to do Malsoft again, and people wanted Palm All too. And true, it was a combination. Like oh, yeah, I want to see what 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 happens. It mm-hmm. turned out pretty well. Oh, I love that record. You really took it to another level with the uh, mm-hmm. the like the music video you did for it. Oh yeah, this, no. that video scares the shit out of me, man. Like the dystopian yeah. future that you've created. It's like, oh my god, that's actually going to happen someday. I do not want to go there. Well, it's, it's too a, scary. It, it's meant utopian. It's meant as a, I don't know, a perfect world where technology yeah. and people and I don't know. It's uh, I love mm-hmm. everything's videos. nice and yeah. brightly lit and clean. Mm. Like anno twenty seventy. Kind of that. Yeah, exactly. And then, then choose the ecos and not the corporate. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it's just so jarring to me to think about like this. It, there's a sense of humanity, I guess, that gets removed as a byproduct. Ah, yeah. Sort of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love well, it, and and it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> to be true, most it's a love of the, hate relationship. The, the, the themes are like Matrix kind of like you know like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at some point, I was thinking to myself, what if I would have given the choice? Like, do you want to join the Matrix or not? I think I might have even done it. I mean, like they say in the movie, ain't it great to just, you know, live in a carefree world instead of that harsh reality? Mm-hmm. Kind of a theme that I'm exploring in the album. Yeah. Like, do you want to live in the perfect world of Malsoft? Or do you want to be here in the real present world? Yeah, exactly. And here I started a theme, and the last words on the album are, what is happiness to you? You can kind of see that in every album. Every album would be an aspect of what is happiness to you. Mm -hmm. Get people to think a little bit. If this makes any sense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Something television is is like a childhood memory. Yeah. Lo-fi hip-hop one is more like... Uh, how would it be in Japan? And Good Morning America is um, like how how I would interpret it. Nineties uh, Americas in the morning, and uh, Oasis is like the perfect shopping mall. Paul Mall is the perfect shopping mall. With Love is the perfect date. And um, maybe maybe there are like cartridges you can load up into the Matrix, and you want to say like, oh, I want to live in this dream now, or I want to experience this. <laughs> maybe that explains it. Dude, holy shit, you just blew my mind. <laughs> Seriously, with the cartridge reference, that makes so much... Like Each album is a different cartridge for a different yeah, reality. Exactly, because when God. I was a kid... No, I suddenly remember. When I was a kid, I was... Um, so awesome. ...laying in bed, and I thought, why can't I not just get something like a videotape and plug it somewhere in, I can have that dream. Maybe that's the... I've always been interested in these kind of topics, you know, like mm-hmm. futuristic loading up dreams or living in simulations mm-hmm. like lots of science fiction movies and stuff like the matrix yeah does that stuff influence the type of sounds that you want to 
like create and have people hear, you have a lot of different sounds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's definitely a part of yeah. How do you like juggle them all and balance them and make sure you give proper time for each one depending on the album? Mm, well, if we look, for example, at shopping at Helsinki, I wanted it to sound as plastic as possible or as uh, bland as possible. Mm-hmm. And for every other album, there are no guitars. Maybe one or two tracks, but I think almost every song that is on there has no guitar because somehow guitar sounds so weird to me when I make something with it and it shows not to have that in my music. And then when I started doing that more often, like not using guitars, I made it as a a rule for selecting samples. Like, oh, this has a guitar, we're not going to use it. (laughs) Kind of like setting rules or boundaries. How do you... Yeah, limitations. Limitations. Or setting setting up a structure for yourself Mm -hmm. to work in. Yeah, and there's a funny thing about the track in Paul Malmars. I think it is a sports center. I think that's the track, Paul Malmars Sports Center. I uh, heard that in a gas station in Belgium (laughs) when I was there on holiday. I had to uh, tank some, uh, what is it, gas? Mm -hmm. Did they call it gas? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuel up. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Paul Momar's sports center is what I heard in a gas station in Belgium when I was there on a holiday to to gas up the car, fuel up the car. And um, we arrived exactly on the the right time because I got out of my car and I heard that song playing at full speed. And um, the the reverb of the gas station made it like just mall soft. And I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. So I got out my phone and I ran to the speaker and held it in the sky like, "Could have got Shazam this." <laughs> and then I found something. And I was like, "Oh, I'm not sure if this is it." Because sometimes when you Shazam something, it turns up with different results or the, yeah. you know, the wrong song. So then I tried it again, and I think it must have looked weird, like a guy waving his phone at the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> but I found it, and then it was the right one, and I was it. I had the sound, but I had no idea what the concept would be. I knew it was Malsoft, but uh, for what album, I had no idea back then. I think it took a year before I worked on Paul Mall Mars, and then it made perfect sense. It's kind of like um, a twin track with um, Ringworld Information System, I believe is the one. It kind of sounds like similar. Yeah. So you, so you grabbed that song, you knew you wanted to sample it or use it, Mm-hmm. And it was a year later or more that you actually yeah. found a spot yeah, for it. Yeah. How? Yeah. So I'm I'm curious, like how? And I'm curious about this, no matter who I'm talking to, because everybody has a different approach. But how do you like organize and catalog all these different ideas and samples and sounds, like with your brain and your computer? Mm, it starts with. Uh, indeed, my, my my brain, like thinking of themes and ideas to explore. And yeah, sometimes I just go on YouTube hunting, like what is there? Well, what can I get? Or sometimes I hear something on the radio or in a, <laughs> in a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, and then I write things down, like what, what kind of sounds am I looking for? What uh, shall we do? And it's just, yeah, it starts brewing and then there's an album. Okay, so you kind of take it one album at a time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I am working on 
on the live set, I want to do something special. I want to try to make some original Malsoft and Weather Channel tracks. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's hope that works out. And awesome. when I was working on that, I suddenly found some sounds that I can use for something else. Like, oh, let's do that in the future. Because it sounds like an old point-and-click DOS game. You know, like like Myst, those yeah. puzzle games you would have. Oh, yeah, Myst. Like. <laughs> so like Masters of Orion, if you know, if you know that. I yeah. found it on accident, but kind of those sounds. And then I, I got this whole game concept in my head that I would make. You know Equip, um, Synth? What is it? Sorry, Equip, if you're listening to this. I'm very bad at um, remembering names. I love you guys. Uh, I got your albums. Please don't uh, hate me for this. Um, Synthetic Core 88. That's the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the girl. Yeah, that's the one. I like that. And uh, it's like a like a video game. Um, then I was working on these sounds, and I thought it would be great to make like a, a fake game for that. Or maybe mm-hmm. even make it into a real game. Because um, I know some people who work in game design, and yeah. they can actually... Um, just for fun, like we did with the, the cassette tape, which had a Commodore Amiga game on it. Um, maybe we can do make like a demo or something for point-and-click puzzle game, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that would be so Vaporwave. PlayStation 1 demo disc featuring <laughs> Cat Corp music and games. Yeah, or like, you know oh. the game. Um, Put it in a see, Pizza I'm really Hut bad with names. Uh, Broken Reality. You know, have yes. Yeah. Yes. That is amazing. I wanted to review it for the magazine. We had someone oh. else review it instead, but I did play oh, that. I love it. I mean, mm-hmm. so I'm seeing these pictures and images in my head, and I don't know if it's slight ADD, ADHD, I have no idea, but I cannot stop thinking about anything else. And yeah, I just see concepts in my head and track titles and sounds, and I hear it in my head. But then comes the <laughs> the actual process of making those sounds and making artwork and making things and last year i was i started working on a heavy drone album and uh it's finally finished but it took me a year to grasp the sound and different versions and artwork and i can tell you a bit more but yeah Mm -hmm. it's a i got you have so you, you have so many records i could (laughs) i could sit here all day and ask about each one like (laughs) there's that many uh-huh. And each one is so different, like I was saying, like there's got to be a story with each one too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, that's that's part of why I like your project so much. It's like there's always something new to discover, even if you've heard every record already. <laughs> like yeah. tiny details now. You know, you start, now you, when you fire up Hear That or um, other albums, you are going to listen to the different, how you know these. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely will. Yeah. It's part of why I do these interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I actually, there's a little bit that I can get out of them too, as a fan, as a listener, vaporwave yeah. consumer. <laughs> I'm going to open my window a bit because um, uh, we got the final heat moments of the Netherlands. Same here. 25 degrees Celsius. Yeah, it's. 28 here, I think, and humid. Yeah, yeah my, my, my room is on the uh, sunny side of the street, and the people who, uh, I don't even know what the English word is, um, you know, like when you put extra windows on top of your roof, and but you also extend it a bit? Like the, yeah. 
I don't know if there is a word in English for that. Yeah, there must be. There must be. Is it an awning? Yeah, it's in Japanese. It's called a dormal indoor or something. A dormer? Okay. Dormer? Dormer? Yeah, dormer. Haven't heard it. Me. It's probably right. Check this out. Then you'll know what it is. Send a picture. Oh, yes. Okay. And mine is pretty badly insulated, so... <clears throat> gets hot. It gets so hot. Oh. Fuck. I mean, you could bake an egg on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So I'll open the window a bit. Cool. All right. I'm fully back. We were talking about... Um, um, oh, yeah, we were talking about the drone. Um, oh, yeah. It's... um. I've been thinking if I wanted to do that... For, if I wanted to release that under the corp name or maybe under a name, mm. Mm, but then I thought corp has been pretty established and people know who I am. And if I would change it, then people might not know who I am. Um, yeah, they might a- ask more questions too. Like, are you are you abandoning Cat Corp? What's going on? <laughs> no, never, never. <laughs> then I thought, like, well, I did so many different music. Under Corp, then I think even the Heavy Drone album fit under it. And if people don't like yeah. it, well, then they then they don't. I mean, it's what I wanted to make at this point. For sure. And yeah. It's going to be Sleep Drone, if that's even the name. Uh, ambient. The story will be about a... Um, um, I talked about this earlier. Um, you know, you know the books, the Hyperion Cantos? No. It's uh, set in the future. So this album takes place on the planet uh, pretty far in the future. And uh, the population of the planet collectively decides to uh, upload themselves into a, like a mega artificial intelligence computer so that they can live for all eternity. So they are mm-hmm. immortal. Okay. So they decide to uh, to live in willingly in the, in the Matrix. Again, the Matrix comes up. <laughs> yeah. So that was in, in, in very short what the album out, but um, yeah, basically it means can the AI be trusted? Will yeah. they live forever or do it, man? There's no better time for questions like that than right now. Yeah, yeah. I think people will like it. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I've shared it with some people, and they, they so uh, nice. And you know, everyone who listens to vaporwave also listens to and metal music or ambient other. Now, extreme is not the right word, but other different kind of music. So they yeah. are more open to it. Mm-hmm. For the I mean, most it's part. crazy. When I post a picture on Instagram and I sneakily have this Dark Throne t-shirt on my desk, I get comments like, yeah, you listen to Dark Throne. <laughs> yeah, more comments about that than the actual subject <laughs> <Yeah>. matter. <laughs> I, yeah. I like it. I mean, it's both good music and stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So where did the name Cat System Corp come from? And why did you decide to incorporate the uh, kanji characters? Mm, when I was looking for a name, I uh, first wanted to do something with cats because, as you know, I'm a cat person. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it would turn out this big, so I thought, yeah, I don't really have to think about an actual name. So I thought, well, let's just do a, a business run by cats. I don't know, we'll see what that is. And then I was, <laughs> I found the, the, the smiley looking kanji and 
then I play around in Google Translate, like what would that translate to? And eventually, when I translate things back and forth, you know it always goes wrong, like if yeah. you would translate bicycle to some other language and then translate it to another language and then back to English, it would mean mm-hmm. something totally different. And um, so that's what I did with those kanji things that I've kanji here again with the symbols, <laughs> the symbols yeah. I found. And um, then eventually it turned up uh, system. It was like, hey, cat system corporation. Sounded like a bad translation in English from some yeah. mega corporation. Mm-hmm. And the picture was exactly. complete. Because, <laughs> you know, those people take tattoos of a Chinese character or a Japanese word, and they think it means hope yeah. <laughs> or strength, and then it actually means something like ice cream or dog shit. And <laughs> yeah. Or, like, badly translated T-shirts, because mm. I, I also wanted to play with that. Because everyone was using Japanese, and, yeah, come on. The translations are probably wrong 50% of the time. Yeah. So we're also playing on that. Like, yeah, we, we, we do <laughs> Japanese, but do we actually know what it says? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> it's so funny. that Why did you choose the smiley face? Because most <laughs> like Japanese people that are from Japan and you know speak uh, f- language fluently, they never see that as a smiley face. Hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I've I've read it in a bunch of places. I forget where, but it's true. They don't. It's not a smiley face, but we all see it as that. You know? Yeah, it's kind of. Well, that's because our 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 uh, writing is totally different. If you look yeah. at Korean, for example, uh, that look like stick men, like persons or drawings of people. I like the circles and uh, look look up some Korean and then draw draw a person. Does it make sense? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> For sure, uh, it's Hong Hongul. I think is the name. Don't I quote don't... me on that. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all about how you approach it, and that's exactly why we see the this face. And yeah, some people and, don't. And, and look at um, no, what is the uh, the other language? Um, you can cut out the like katagana, uh, hiragana. What is that? Uh, uh, I'm looking at. Up on Wikipedia Translate, Asia, and then Akamon. It's what they speak in India. Hindi? Yeah, it's Hindi, and it's written very, like, Tamil, Punjabi? Punjabi, yeah. Yeah, Punjabi is a place. Hindi, yeah, Hindi. I mean, look at how that's written. I cannot make any sense. It it, it, looked like you, you drew a line and then some scribbles. (laughs) <laughs> they will probably say the same thing of us like what exactly the is. yeah i i am fascinated by how people uh can give uh they made a drawing of something and attach the sound and the meaning to it yeah the develop of the birth of language and uh spoken language and written language i, I find mm-hmm. that very interesting like we went from case drawings to badly translated japanese <laughs> sounds like sounds like it's going to be the theme for your next record the <laughs> <laughs> birth of language that would be something yeah. maybe well i've been thinking of using runes in uh in artwork sometime because uh but people probably spotted my ring on instagram but i love the scandinavian culture and uh, fighting stuff and all those yeah history that comes with it 
Mm-hmm. So maybe one day runes would be cool to, to use in artwork, but it's not yeah. very vaporwave. So yeah, true. It would you could you could squeeze it in. Yeah, somehow. I mean, yeah, telepath style exactly. <laughs> exactly. We would have to make our own language. Yes, please. Like, <laughs> and are, like one one word is written. It's like an escalator drawing. On yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Or uh, slushes. Like how you write slushes. That will be slush way. Slush. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that yeah, would but, be really fun, actually. Yeah, Sit down for a couple at, days and really yeah, hash yeah. something out. <laughs> I think I. Whoa, I think I spoke once to a person who was very into studying languages and we talked about this stuff. Oh, yeah. Years ago. Years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember it anymore. No worries. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like it would be a lot of fun. Can we talk about the your new record label for a little bit? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Hiraith he- 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 Records? Yeah, Hiraith. He- that- yeah. He- he- I pronounce it myself as Hiraith. He- Maybe too yeah. Dutch, I don't know. If someone is from, from Wales, please correct us. <laughs> please. I think a lot of us get it wrong, and we, we're seeing yeah. that word all over the place now, not just in Vaporwave. Yeah, it's, I don't know why. It's used a lot. I would actually, I was, um, <laughs> I uh, set up my business, my business, last year. And when you start a business, you need to go to the Chamber of Commerce and register your business name. And I was going to do that on a Monday or a Wednesday or something. And then I thought, well, I don't have the time now to do that. So I'll do it next week after the weekend. And after the weekend, I registered the name here after record. <laughs> and then I got a letter at home saying, um, please be aware this name has already been taken. Strongly advise you to not use the name here after. And if you do, you might end up getting legal trouble, legal issues. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? So I went to uh, the Chamber of Commerce website and I typed in Hiraf. Because I did that a week ago, I typed in Hiraf and nothing showed up. And I did it now. And suddenly there was a company named Hiraf. And I was like, what? When did that what? happen? And it happened on that same Wednesday when I thought, oh, let's do it next week because I don't have the time now. Someone's so, intercepting your thoughts. Yeah, and I was so down and instantly depressed, like, oh, shit, this, fuck. Gonna, this is going to fuck me up. Because he has, um, like, I'm a self-employed, and here at Records is like a trade name. And next okay. year, I want to transform it into a real business, like a buffet in, uh, in Dutch. And he already had it, so I was pretty <laughs> scared mm-hmm. that he would get trouble. Um but I thought, yeah, I need to I need to contact the person who registered this and explain that I'm a record label and he does something totally different and let's hope he won't get mad. Yeah. So I did some Googling and um, internet detective work and also with the help of uh, Juan from uh, AE2. And um, then I found, uh, oh, he found a phone number for me. So I called the per- people who uh, registered that name. <laughs> Turned out it was a, like a, like a guy, like barely 20 years old, registering that name for some weird, uh, weird company selling algorithm stuff on eBay. (laughs) 
And I said to him, well, I want to start a record label with this name. I mean, we're not going to have any trouble, uh, are we? And he said, no, 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 sure, sure. You can take the name as well. Uh, I mean, uh, I just picked something. And I was like, Jesus, I have a whole story behind the name. And yeah, what a... Something that... <laughs> And what I a coincidence. Other businesses, and they also were like those weird names that you just find in a random name generator. Like, oh, I need a name. Let's just click this. Oh, yeah, let's use that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Was, was really what are the odds that he would choose that on that same freaking day? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was. Did, that do was you know what country he was from? Yeah, yeah, same country, Netherlands. Same uh, country. Yeah, he was from the middle. I was from the north. Crazy, because man. we have to registrate at the Dutch Chamber of Commerce, and nobody used the name Hiraf. <laughs> Where did you first hear that word? Mm, I think I found it on Tumblr when I was still active on there. Yeah, Tumblr. I found a picture um, using the name and explanation. Like, you can find it all over the internet, but then I found I'm, it in a Tumblr post. This whole time... It's been a few years that I've seen this word around now. Again, mm-hmm. no no clue why. It's sort of, it might be just a thing where you recognize it and then you start seeing it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like the, that's a thing that humans do. It's mm-hmm. weird. But just for anyone else that hasn't doesn't know the name behind this, I want to say it right here. Hiraeth is a Welsh, Welsh concept for longing for home. That's kind of beautiful, man. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about all of your work now and how the meaning ties to that. Yeah. Like it's, I'm, like, melting in my chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's describing a nostalgic feeling or maybe also for a memory or a place that might not even have been real. Or that, cannot be completely translated. Yeah. I mean... Missing uh, home, missing... Yeah. Interesting. A home which maybe never was. The nostalgia, yeah. the yearning... Grief. That's vaporwave. Yeah, exactly. Ain't it? <laughs> That's the definition There's of my vaporwave. Canadian coming out. <laughs> yeah. So when you decided you wanted to make a label, the vaporwave physical scene was already active, kind of in mm-hmm. full spin. Yeah. And there has been some drama with vaporwave physicals we've seen oh, over yeah. the years. And not only just drama, but also a shift in viability, I'll say. Wherein at first we saw tapes, we'd get a tape mm-hmm. here and there, and it was really special. And then we started to see tapes being a little oversaturated, more labels popping up, a lot of people making tapes. Mm-hmm. And records came up, or vinyl, sorry, mm-hmm. and the same thing started pretty slow. And then now we're seeing a whole bunch. And every single vaporwave consumer that buys physicals, like most of most of us, I'm sure at one point have said to themselves. How the fuck am I going to afford all of these vaporwave physicals? <laughs> you know, like, true, true. so I'm curious, like, how you are approaching this and how you're walking that, that fine line, mm-hmm. you know, walking that, that tread, uh, what is that? The rope? Yeah. What is that? Um, that, you know, the, the t- tight rope, sorry, mm-hmm. between, mm-hmm. um, oversaturating the market and with such a big sort of corporate name probably the mm-hmm. biggest record label we've seen in vaporwave apart from maybe dream catalog or ae2 mm-hmm. uh, is that something that you've been worried about or has been on your mind you've been anxious mm-hmm. about like i want to know that that sort of stuff yeah a bit of bit of both like uh, uh um, what you said oversaturated 
but mm-hmm. um, one of the reasons that I started my own label was that I had some uh, negative experiences with other labels releasing my stuff and it just didn't turn out the way I wanted it mm-hmm. or their customer service was not good and yeah. Yeah, as you know I like to it do things out of your control yeah and um well, another reason was um, I uh, wanted. I, I, how, do, how would I say that? I turned 180 degrees. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna rephrase this too. How do you say that in English? You. That's that's perfect. You you pulled a 180. Yeah. 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 If you want to not use turn 180 degrees, mm-hmm. you could say we just pulled a 180. Same same thing. A pull the 180. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, people think, hmm, how did he know that that sentence? <laughs> so, so another reason uh, that I started the label was that um, last year I I pulled the 180. <laughs> nice. No, is there is there another word for that? That's that would make perfect sense. Everybody would get would read you. Yeah. You did it. You did a turnaround. You completely yeah, yeah, wait, I changed. Think I, got it, I think I got it. Yeah. 180 so, is like the best way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It turns my life 180 degrees. Would that be it? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> think at this point, I think we, we get it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll see how much you're going to... Maybe don't cut it out and leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep a bit. <laughs> yeah. So people might... Yeah, I know. I, I placed it on a Bandcamp post because, you know, transparency is one of my keys. And um, a unique selling point. Mm-hmm. Um, work was pretty shitty, and uh, couldn't get a real good job. And so I was thinking, what what is happiness to you? And uh, music is happiness to me, and making people happy makes me happy. And somehow I love customer service. And so I thought, you know what? It's one of my dreams is to start a record label, uh, be in control of quality and customer service at the same time, and give people like a platform to release music and use my network and my, uh, well, we can say that my name is popular and use that to uh, yeah. also help other people to get their music out into the world. And let's just do it. You know what? What's there to lose? Let's just try it. So yeah, I pulled the big 180 and uh, <laughs> yeah. got self-employed and started a record label. And as you know, building a better world was the first one we released. Um, so I really wanted to be in control of the of the stuff that's being released. Um, one of the the unique selling points of the label is that I want to give everyone the opportunity to buy the product on the format they want. <laughs> now, if we look at last night and the marbled ones sold out in ninety seconds, then <laughs> this might sound a little bit um, hmm. but you know. Some labels release 100 records or 50 cassettes, but I chose to release 450 vinyl records, 300 cassettes, and also CDs and mini discs in the future. Like, I want there to be stock. I want people to, like, you know, weeks later, they discover the album and they're like, oh, shit, I want to have this. Hey, it's not sold out yet. I can buy it. That's something I want to I wanna do. Because mm-hmm. lots of music, you you don't find it straight away. You, maybe you discover it later, yeah. until weeks or months later. That's a and, great point. It's something I think about all the time. Like you have to be in the right place at the right time to get these mm-hmm. vaporwave releases, mm-hmm. you know. And you and you're not you're gonna miss out on 
being able to do that if you're not if you haven't set your alarm have your your calendar exactly. email reminder all this yeah. stuff it's like dude that's kind of outrageous that mm-hmm. we require people to do that every time so that's amazing i really appreciate your approach there thank you and if you want the record for earth earth you can still get it here i dash records.bandcamp.com mm-hmm. and the cds are up too yeah. and a couple tapes dude yeah. the cds let me just say that is a distinguished looking cd the green <laughs> cool huh? that is so cool man i kind of want to grab to do that, that man yeah i wanted to how do did that you do that um, well, actually, it's just a, a CD, yes, a CDR, um, with a colored back. So it's uh, mm. they already have these colored backs. Okay. Yeah. That's so and vibrant. You can choose from like five or six colors. And I wanted to do purple for building a better world, and green for number two, for Earth mm-hmm. Earth. I don't know. Just see how it goes. Yeah. CDs are less popular, but. We see mini discs uh, come up, and maybe CD gets another revival. I, mean, well, I think so. The the yeah. building a better world CD is sold out now. Mm-hmm. So well, it's returning on mini disc, and you heard it here first. <laughs> oh shit! Really? Oh, dope! <laughs> awesome! Exclusive information, Exclusive. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll grab it for sure. I'm hardcore mm-hmm. mini disc. Yeah, and it's gonna be the string with the bonus track. If oh, you missed cool. it and you got a mini disc player or you don't have one, get it now. Get it now. Yep. Yeah, I think so most people are still looking for the right opportunity to get a not super overpriced mini disc player. Yeah, I bought one for, I don't know, 50 euros or something. It's not it's, bad. Yeah. Is it a deck a, or a portable? Portable. And portable. People See, I are can't probably do that. milking it, but yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I wish I could do the portable thing. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not cool enough. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I got I just portable, don't... And, and I got it with a mini to my uh, amplifier, and it's okay sitting on top of my tape deck. So yeah, I I couldn't buy a, a real player like a big one. Uh, there's no room, and that's also pretty mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah. So part, part of what it, I love it, about it, mini discs is though putting the disc into the slot yeah that is awesome i never that's done just that the, <laughs> the best the best part like if you look up anime mini discs mm-hmm. you'll see all these gifts of different anime from the 90s and whatever yeah where they put mini discs into different slots and it's like dude this is my life i want <laughs> just, this is all i want <laughs> let me know when you get a player so i'll send you a <laughs> i will very soon, I'm hoping, because I have like 15 or so now. What? Okay, wow. Yeah, stack's getting big. Wow. Shout out to you, Colin, Wizard of Loneliness, if you <laughs> are listening. He made fun of me for calling it a stack. A stack. Because <laughs> I had like four. He's like, ooh, you got a stack now, do you? Like, oh. <laughs> you maybe now you have it's a stack. all records at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're getting there. Well, there's not many <laughs> albums on minidisc. It's... it's um. It's expensive to produce. Like I'll be honest, it's really expensive to make. Yeah. Uh, so the margins are <laughs> barely mm. nothing. So yeah. what we earlier talked about balancing, you got to balance between what can you sell, and I mean if we don't sell anything, it's uh, I mean I don't want to brag or whatever, but I spent most of my savings on the first final records, and let's say that it quickly goes to the thousands. I think you got already ten thousand 
financed in the label. So if it doesn't sell, you're in trouble as a label. Yeah. But it's great when you sell out, but there's other people who still want it. So it's it's a it's a mm-hmm. game of balancing, you know, like how many can I produce budget wise? How many do I think I can sell? And how many are still considered exclusive? And if we have three hundred vinyl records and then three hundred cassettes, will people will there be enough people to buy it or will people buy two? That's yeah. That's questions that keep me busy at night. Sure, <laughs> keep me sure. awake. And at it's night. like, do is now the right time for this? Do people want yeah. it? How much? What else is going on in the, in the community? Mm-hmm. Am I? Is it going to seem like I'm just choosing the same day as everybody else because that's the big day to release stuff? Oh yeah. Um, like I wanted to do it on Friday I, first, but then I noticed, yeah. oh, Empire Building is on Friday. Let's not do yeah. that. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Because pe- people yeah. can easily get upset by yeah, 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 yeah. as That's a something. as a byproduct yeah. of this oversaturation. Maybe not upset with any one person or label in particular, mm-hmm. but just upset at the fact that they're not billionaires and they can't afford everything. Exactly, and that's what I've been telling some friends of mine. Like I told them the story how I started with um, <laughs> start. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air music. So this is the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll cut it in. <laughs> so that, yeah, that is the story of how. Um, <laughs> sorry, I hear it in my head. Um, so yeah, I told them that um, I started with asking five euros per tape because I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, bankrupt people. I don't know how you yeah. say that in English, but uh, our production's getting more expensive and overall costs are raised. So I need to ask ten now, but. Um, I know how I am with buying cassettes. I mean, if I see a new cassette every day, um, that's pretty high. I mean, you pay the, the tape, you pay the shipping, and then at the end of the month, you spend 200 euros on cassettes. And you'll be like, oh, shit, where did my money go? Because we got bills to pay. And um, yeah. that is part of why I have 300 cassettes. Because if you cannot buy it now, maybe you can buy it next month. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do thousands of cassettes, but... <laughs> but it won't allow it yet. 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 Mm-hmm. That's uh, awesome. that's uh, the the big dream of the label. It's at least thousand copies of uh, every album. Like be legit, like a legit label. Mm-hmm. People have the opportunity to buy it when they want. Yeah, know? just like a like a normal label, like a non vaporwave yeah. thing. Exactly. <laughs> that might be the um, uh, what is that in English? Uh, Google the pitfall of our genre yeah yes yeah uh there's not many people who listen to it and there's a lot of music and a lot of artists so if you want to buy them all you're you're spending lots of money and but as a label you maybe don't have enough people to buy your stuff to make it worthwhile exactly profitable if that's a word I can pronounce in vaporwave land, profitable. Yeah, <laughs> careful now. No, I see that because I, I have an interesting spot because I see a lot of the back end of what happens behind the scenes mm-hmm. through my involvement with you know it, it, different people just by talking mm-hmm. to them. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. And But I'm also a, a hardcore vaporwave consumer. Mm-hmm. And I can see things that people do in the scene i'm like ooh, that's gonna make people mad because i can tell how it makes me feel but yeah. i also say hey 
because I know the secrets behind mm-hmm. a lot of these labels, I'm like, oh man, like I feel so bad for this person because they're actually doing their best. Uh huh. You know? Exactly. And that is because the scene is pretty tight and everyone kind of knows each other. Uh, the, the social control is pretty big. That is even uh, an English word. Yeah, social control. Yeah. yeah. I've seen labels do things or people and then, yeah, I kind of know how it works now. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you look at it with different eyes. Yeah. So it's nice to have, for me, that spot where I can see both mm-hmm. at the same time. And it kind of gives me, makes me a little more humbled and yeah, and I have more respect, sort of. Yeah, it's more work than you think. I mean, there's so many things that you have to to work on. Like, if I want to release an album from someone, um, for example, it, it takes at least uh, uh, four to six weeks to get stampers for vinyl. And it takes time to master the product or the music. Uh, we need to make artwork, and we're having fulfillment, and then there's all kinds of things that you have to look after and, and work on, and it's not easy. <laughs> and then and you if have it, customer if it's service. Customer service, and if you, if it's yeah. your livelihood, like you, you're trying to make this into a career, mm-hmm. you're walking such a fine line because you don't want to, because you might accidentally upset people. For example, if you yeah. release something and then you release something else. But you haven't shipped that first thing yet, for example. Oh, but what you're mm-hmm. probably trying to do is keep yourself afloat so that once the shipping of this is done, you won't lose all the time you could have had making money with this other release. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So if if I release something, I and let's say I'm not allowed in the vaporwave scene to announce another project until everybody's received all of their tapes then if it takes me two months to get all these tapes out then i'll have no income because i have no next project already in the works Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i'm so yeah that's what i mean everybody's walking that balancing yeah yeah i totally get that fragile it's um i think the key word here is indeed balance balancing i'm uh i'm building i'm building um uh, the concept of being able to release an album every month. But it takes time, it takes planning, and there's always something happening that delays things or makes it more difficult. Or I mean, I got still lots of submissions to listen to, and yeah, not everything is suitable for the label. Uh, there are mm-hmm. lots of things to think about when you, when you run this. And um, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I really try to make like a career out of this because <laughs> I noticed that in uh, the other everyday life uh, it's uh, pretty difficult to get a good job here and uh, I think if I really want to pursue the dream let's try to make a career out of it because that's what I love doing yeah uh, and then again it's all balancing like how many can we release and how many are we going to invest and will things slow down or mm-hmm. but right now we got up until number nine like uh, HR Zero zero nine. There's like nine, nine, seven albums in the queue line that you've already decided on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Holy shit! <laughs> that's I mean, that's some next level planning right there, man. The wow. person, the person who's listening now and who is number nine, uh, <laughs> will probably <laughs> like, oh, what is my record being produced? Well, and I'm not gonna loan any money. I'm not gonna from somewhere i'm not gonna take a loan out so mm-hmm. it's all financed from the previous record and well right now i can't afford to not pay myself but at some point i will have to pay myself all the 
working hours I put in because yeah. uh, I did not foresee this many hours. I knew it was going to be lots of working hours, but I can do easily 40, 48 hours uh, a week into this. Some days Holy I, crap, on top of your existing career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, quote-unquote, luckily, that's only one day in the week, and I got some other jobs on the side. Okay. Um, usually Monday morning till Monday Tuesday, I have my other job, and on Wednesday, it's the same. From morning to sometimes evening, I'm working on the label. Wow. So, well, massive, massive shout-out to you, man. I got to say, <laughs> people have known over the years, you're always a solid solid motherfucker okay <laughs> you're you have the most solid head on your shoulders as hmm. we use as an expression here yeah 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 like, i think that must be my freezing uh, heritage freezing yeah uh, yeah yeah i don't know but massive shout out to you you've <laughs> shown nothing but respect to other artists other listeners consumers producers whatever and you're still managing to pump out all this music <laughs> and put out a label uh-huh. and participate on Twitter. Like there's just so much that you yes. do and everything you touch is always like is add some sort of positivity. Mm-hmm. And I, I think <laughs> it's you. it's amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again it's um that is also balancing, you know, like uh I wanna do the best customer service, the best label and then I notice that I don't have as much as much time to work on music so that's kind True. of on a, on a lower priority now but mm-hmm. it's a learning process I mean number two and number three are way smoother than number one the release process yeah and soon will be in how do you say that like uh, an oiled machine like we yeah. know what we have to do to release this record exactly when just the follow the yeah. follow the, pr- the documented procedure Exactly. And it's just, right now it's a new world. Like, last year I didn't know anything about pressing vinyl, and now I know things that I'm that guy at parties who's explaining to a person how uh, artwork <laughs> is either cut or pressed yeah. or what his tamper is and how mastering is done you, and all those kind of things. <laughs> you said new world there. I just need to correct you for a moment. It's better world? Uh, building a better world. Yeah, I know. I mean, you yeah. just... Bad, bad joke on my part. Oh, <laughs> you said new world. I was like, better world. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I went there. Mm-hmm. I didn't oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Well, thanks for uh, giving us that transparency. Yeah, sure, that, that's um, a key word. Labels be transparent. Mm-hmm. That's uh, be honest, be yourself. Uh, as we say in the Netherlands, uh, Netherlands, act normal, and then you're already crazy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that. No, well, it's a, that's a, that's a it's good a one. Scene, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, like consumers don't know what's going on behind the scenes. No, no, and no. as like each it, day goes it, by, they're thinking about not receiving what they've paid for. They've yeah. given their money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fragile thing. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the same thing with uh, you know the, the shipping war. Like uh, European customers, when they want to buy something from the U.S., it's yeah. pretty expensive and all the way around. That's why we chose for fulfillment. Also, I'm not going to pack thousands packages myself because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't physically and mentally, no I cannot time. do that. It's uh, yeah, that's crazy. And um, you go crazy. Yeah. And also another thing is the taxes I have to pay now because I'm an official 
business. Mm. You know, when, when, when I sold some cassettes in the early days as Corp, I mean, 50 cassettes, perfect. But now it's uh, 300 vinyl records and 300 CDs and cassettes. And uh, I think the the Texas uh, system will uh, find out about that. So I uh, that's the reason I chose to do these things legally. Like I can pay my taxes and uh, don't have to worry about anything. It's so awesome, dude, because it's a, the first example in the scene that we can say, here's proof that this is a legitimate venture as a business. Mm-hmm. As, are, are you planning on incorporating? Mm, have you well, already? First of all, don't forget that I'm 100% electronic. electronic huh? And uh, and Dream Catalog are also uh, official businesses. Mm-hmm. So there, there are a couple who do these things like, indeed, like corporated. Is that, was that the word, corporated? Incorporated? Yeah, incorporated, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's going to be, uh, that, that, that's the next step. Next year, I'm going to... It was not worth the trouble doing it in the first year because I have no For idea sure. how, it's gonna, how it's gonna turn out. If nobody yeah. buys number three and number four, yeah, then I can pack my bags and uh, say mm-hmm. to the scene, "Bye bye, folks. That was it." And uh, so let's hope that won't happen. Ne- next step, definitely, is just go fully, indeed, incorporated, and uh, probably work on merch and see if we can get like here Earth records, uh, festival nights here and. All those kind of things. Like I see that um, 100% electronic guy is always a couple steps ahead of everyone. Um, <laughs> I don't know if George Clanton and his team are listening to this, but um, I'm kind of watching them. Like, what are they doing? And yeah. they're kind of like you know, like the the mentor of everything. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what what they are doing now, people will do next year. Yeah. Like how the whole electronic on that is something that will only it, it will happen uh, with other labels. Same mm-hmm. with Dream Catalog. I don't know if David is listening, but uh, that's also, they're the, the grandfathers of label work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I shouldn't say the first, but it's yeah. nice to see one come into fruition in 2019. Mm-hmm. And hope, one that has as much notoriety, sort of, um, because we trust this label, even though we no, don't know what to expect out of it yet. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. That was also tricky because I... People know me, but not the label. Uh, they don't know what to expect yet. They, the sound cannot be described fully, and how is it going to work, and can we trust it? And that is the reason I also chose to work with high-quality products only, like 180 grams and heavy paper and good sleeving and everything, good sleeves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make a big statement right from the beginning, like we're going to deliver quality, and uh, that's here at record. <laughs> nice. Well said. So let's take it. Pardon me. You have building a better world. Have you? Have you seen it in real life? Have you got? Yeah, I've received it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Got the magenta. Oh, nice. So you can, Mm -hmm. if you take a look at it and compare it to other vinyl records you have, you might spot some differences. Mm Hmm. Yeah, that's what you were saying uh, at the very beginning with the Earth Earth sleeve, right? Yeah. Yeah. For example. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it out. I haven't spun it yet. Maybe I'll spin it as a celebratory uh, <laughs> event for finally getting to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. Oh. Yeah. So just to take it back to your music a little bit, mm-hmm. your current music is using a lot less samples, maybe no mm-hmm. samples compared to your older stuff. Do you foresee that to be the future of Cat Corp? Or are you going to take it back a little bit? I know you mentioned the one 
project that you might use under the name Cat Corp? I'm just wondering about that a little more uh, mm. over the general future. Yeah, I think it will be more, uh, or, yeah, no samples at all because I want to mm. explore that. And um, as I'm now, I'm, I'm pre-production, I'd say, of the original Molesoft album. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty difficult already, but it's uh, it's like a new challenge for me as artist. Like I want to challenge myself mm-hmm. and um, building a better world started it, like getting into more original ambient music. And um, so I, it's not 100% goodbye samples because some people ask me to do collaborations, collab projects, and I'm like, sure, I want to do that. And I don't mind if it's samples because... Somehow I cannot say goodbye to sampled material, but yeah. as Corp, um, it will be no samples. Also because, um, well, I might get too popular, you know, uh, don't want to get into any trouble. Yeah, and, especially with the label now. Yeah, and I can't press anything sampled with that because uh, yeah. you know, I get the Dutch copyright people uh, <laughs> down my neck. Yeah, are they, are they crazy? yeah. And I don't want to get any any trouble with that. Mm-hmm. But musical wise, it's it's really great to explore new things, learn new things. Yeah. What about taking it back to apartment music, as you call it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you get my reference. Oh, what you know what I'm talking um, about, right? Apartment music. Yeah. Was what, what? Didn't I say that for um... late night lo-fi? Yeah. Exactly. Apartment music. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Any the sound more? I. That's the sound I first heard on Vaporwave, like Luxury Elite, Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh yeah, that Miami Vice, 2013. Yeah. Well, that's I, some good shit. If if I mean it's it's like the same with cassettes. We have so many cassettes that get saturated, and it's a little bit the same with samples. Like if you want to get a certain sound, you gotta have certain samples. Um, but everyone probably yeah. used them already, and. We used to joke about, hey, we're sample brothers. We sampled the same song. But <laughs> yeah, now you have the same sample in five different versions. And hmm, I don't know if I... It's, it's difficult. So yeah. you have to find different music to sample. It, it can it be done. It becomes a whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to release an album probably, but um, I'm working on some people with sampled material, like weather channel tracks. And nice. that's just what I love doing. <laughs> yeah. That, I think that's one of my favorite sub sub genres or sub sounds, mm-hmm. like the the weather channel vibes. I love that for sure. Well, we'll, we'll keep our eyes and ear, ears peeled mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question for you about one of your earlier projects, Sandra Wave. Mm-hmm. When did you first meet Telepath? Because I and we mentioned it a little bit. You guys were friends. You mm-hmm. had the same interests, all that. Yeah. But I, I remember he did a feature on one of those songs yeah. on that Sandra Wave that's record. That's correct, yeah. So um, how did that come about? Well, we met... Because that was 2013, right? A long time ago. Yeah, well, 13? 14, I think. 14. Well, um, um, it started with Fragmented Memories. I think that was in 2014. It was a big um, collab and compilation album. I think you can uh, you can find it online, Fragmented Memories. And that's how we got in touch. And then... Um, I don't know, maybe it was, did he do it or did I do it? I was sending him tracks, probably, and then he made, like, a remix, uh, Sandra, one of the tracks. Oh, no, wait, I remember how it was. Um, oh, there's a tape of that. It's Luxury Sedan. Memories. That he, oh, God. 
Go on. He did a remix for Audi first. Like, mm. yeah, that was it. Luxury sedan. He did a remix and then I said to him, that sounded pretty awesome. Let's do another one. And then he sampled the Sandra Wave one. Or is it the same song? I don't even know. Wow. You see how <laughs> it's, it's, oh, I'm getting old. I can't remember. Yeah. What did he do with Telepath? Yeah. Yeah. And then he was on Audi. Lux- yeah, he, 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 he did a remix of Luxury Sedan. It must be. Why can I not find it then? This requires some vaporwave detective. Yeah, it's fun trying to dig up all this information. Yeah, and I, I feel so stupid for not even remembering this now. <laughs> 16 files. Ah, he did. Did we even release that remix? Maybe not. Yeah, I maybe. don't know of anything related to that. This is so weird. But <laughs> I know he did like a remix of. Here, Audi, I have it here. Is this a remix? No, that's not a remix. Cut, you can cut out the silence, but... Hey, you know what's so stupid? It's all in Japanese, in my bo- inbox, or in my folders. Take your time. Oh, this doesn't... Yeah, where was that remix on? He did... He did Luxury Sedan. Here. Oh! I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it. Oh! Telepath and Corp, Luxury Sedan, 420, Extendo, Phaser Wave Mix. <laughs> and Yo, was, can, can you link that so I'll put it in the description of the episode <laughs> oh dude I know where it's from it's from um, where's your convo here bam that's from my first collab I don't even know if I have that on my own uh, band cam damn where is it oh that's what makes Vaporwave great I don't even remember the name of the collab can you, so many things have changed yeah here we go it's now on section nine. Uh, oh, yeah, was it the split? Yeah, our first one. Oh, yeah, I have this tape. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's a rare tape. Yeah, it was our first collab, and um, we did it more in his style than in my style. And yeah. After that, we did Blue Dream, and it was more my style. Kind of like we invited each other to our own worlds. Yeah. Awesome. So that was um. So that, that pretty yeah. much answers the question, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he did that remix, and uh, then we he decided that we also wanted to put one on uh, Sandra Way. He has one remix on that. Mm, okay. Okay. Thank you for the closure. <laughs> Finally <laughs> solved. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any like rituals that you go through when making your music? You know, maybe like you meditate on it or something first, or have your favorite mm. snack. <laughs> um, not really, actually. No, I don't really have um. Like I'm writing something over the past days and don't really have anything yet. But um, I wish I had a ritual. But usually it's just I sit down, grab, and maybe that is the ritual. <laughs> I sit down, I have a coffee, and uh, then I'll yeah, start making stuff. Or Get those creative um, juices flowing. Yeah, or I just heard a sound somewhere and then I want to try to make that. Or yeah, it's not 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 not, not something like meditating. Or mm-hmm. maybe I need to try something with uh, having some beers and then make music. Let's see what comes yeah. out of that. <laughs> there you go. One album inspired by alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can tell which one it is. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like that I'm, I'm 
getting a joint or something and then smoke and then produce. It's not, not something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some people do. If someone does, let us know because I'm interested in that. <laughs> oh, I can tell you right now, everybody that interviewed, everyone I've interviewed that does, um, I could tell you who. <laughs> I could really? Off, off mic. Oh, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. Most of them, I'd, I'd say. Wow. Especially in the U.S., you you devils. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I live in the Netherlands and I have weed and everyone in the U.S. smokes. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a facade, you know? Hmm. Overblown. Yeah. I don't know. I get so, more happy with beer and coffee, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We all have our things. Yeah. Um, yeah, coffee is the the biggest drug around like everybody's addicted to coffee <laughs> we're even in a top list of coffee drinking country <laughs> yeah well it's just they found a way to produce income off of it whereas they didn't have that with uh, alcohol for for some time you know prohibition and all that in the oh, u.s yeah. and then the war on drugs so mm-hmm. yeah now people are starting to see that hey is actually we can make money off of this look yeah. at uh, Denver in the U.S., Colorado. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! How are they making money? Yeah, yeah, it's they regulated. Uh, stuff, yeah. Right? yeah, 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 legalized. Yeah, it's a discussion um, statewide, yeah. not federally. But they're making so much money. They're like, "What are we going to do with all this money we made?" <laughs> it's exactly. uh, look it up if you're interested, everybody. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, literature available online about that. Uh, okay, so you've been in Vaporwave for quite some time. You've seen, mm-hmm. you know, almost everything apart from <laughs> the few early albums we had. You know, uh, James oh. Ferraro, uh, oh, yeah. maybe some Vectroid stuff. So, what is your commentary about the changes that have happened over the years? Some of the fallouts, uh, some of the relationships that fizzled away, and just the sort of growing pains that we've gone through as a genre. What's your mm-hmm. what's your two cents on it? Well, I remember that when 2814 came around, there was this major discussion of, is it still Vaporwave? If it's not sampled, is it still Vaporwave or not? Mm-hmm. That was a mighty, mighty discussion. And I don't know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like raising a person or building something. Like, some things go wrong, some things go well, and... It, it's it's a growing process, and I don't think we reached peak yet. Um, no, not sound wise, not even what's possible. Uh, but I hope we can finally leave the discussion of if anything is not sampled or is it sampled, is it still vaporwave or not? Yeah. Personally, my definition of when people ask what is vaporwave, I tell them that it's sampled material, and that will always be my guilty pleasure. Just a slow down '80s track with some reverb on it. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that'll be always the true sound of it. Yeah. But there's so much more, and Vapor Trap, Mall Soft, and albeit original sampled, both sound great. Yeah. It's already so niche, I don't think we have to make it any more niche. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Everybody stop yeah. worrying about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just have fun, make what you like, and I mean, yeah, it all sounds mm-hmm. great. Nice. But you can see shifts in themes and sounds like it started with uh slow down 80s music uh chopped and screwed screwed um the signal wave stuff then we had the dream punk uh ambient nature wave and uh well 
if you listen to Desert Sands, I mean, he's making original Sloss Wave. Uh, that stuff is amazing. I'm really curious what he what he'll make in the future. And yeah. I think it, I think that's what uh, that, that's the biggest power of the of the genre is we make new things or try to recreate the things we used to do, but then we discover way better things. <laughs> sounds so stupid. You could I mean, say it, we're discovering but, ourselves. Yeah, through through the journey. Discovery. Um, yeah, like you know, you, you can sample a Japanese song and turn it into slush wave, but you can also try to create it yourself and then turn it into slush wave. And that is one of the reasons that I want to make original music, like make the stuff that I used to sample and make it myself. That's a real challenge, you know, if you're trying yeah, to push yourself. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, my great, great is getting experience. pretty tired of me saying, like, I cannot make anything. She's <laughs> 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 like, no, no, you're fine. You're okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to your girlfriend for yeah, keeping you sane me. throughout all these years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's, we owe it to her. She's a big support to me. Love you. Nice. <laughs> awesome, man. So what would you say the importance of Vaporwave is to you? What does it mean to you? What is it? Why oh. is it important? Mm-hmm. You can you take a second to uh, a second to think about that one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean yeah. to me? That's kind of the question. Like, what does happiness mean to you? Um, Music-wise, it is a way to escape reality, to be somewhere else, be in a different place, a different time, different feelings. Genre-wise, social-wise, it is being around awesome people. And, I mean, everyone's friends with each other, and we have fun. And that's a very big aspect of the whole thing. Like, it was born on the internet, and we made friends on the internet. Now, at the Electronic Con, for example, we can meet the friends in real life. That is great. I mean, it's bringing people together. Maybe that is the most important part of it, bringing people mm. together. People who love yeah. to drift away to other places, other times, other things. Yeah. I think that's, 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 person, that's personally what it means to me. Yeah. I love that. I'm just, I have my <laughs> eyes closed right now listening. You said dri- people that like to drift away. Exactly. That is, I mean, that is what it is. So awesome. And it maybe is. Every, everyone who makes it. Um, I don't, this is kind of a sidestep, but I was playing The Witcher 3. Something nice. different. And um, there is one character, I, I forgot his name, but he's like a, a shapeshifter. And every day he changes into a different person, and you got a quest that involves the person. And he just says at one point in the conversation to uh, Geralt, like, um, I'm tired of being the same person every day. I want to be someone else the next day. I want to be... And that's why we play RPG games. That's why we watch movies. You want to be yeah. someone else or somewhere else. And that is what the way does. It can transport you to an 80s apartment in New York City where you're getting ready for a date. Or it transports you to Neo Tokyo, to some, some, some mall with marble floors and glass, win- glass windows, <laughs> glass roofs. And, uh, <laughs> no, you know, it, it, it transports you to places. Mm-hmm. That's the power. Like, um, Beautiful. Telepaths can transport you to a different world, different dreams. And uh, luxury elites makes you feel like a supermodel, a photo uh, model. <laughs> yeah. And groceries takes you to the supermarket. I mean, <laughs> what can one wish for? <laughs> yeah. 
it's such a beautiful thing, man. I think uh, that is, I'm, yeah, that is. I'm like vibrating right now <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> and that's why I want to share it with people. That's why I do this podcast. Yeah. You know, to let people find these experiences themselves, mm-hmm. you know, lead them a little bit or something. I don't know. Yeah. One of the things I kind of, maybe it's a theory of mine. I don't know if it's true, but you know, when, when I was in school, I got kind of bullied on and was not usually one of the most popular guys. And, and I think in this genre, it doesn't really matter who you are or where you're from. And how high you are on the social ladder. I mean, yeah, what you identify all, as. Yeah, we can all be it's friends. There's, there's room for everyone here. I mean, the people don't give a shit with, uh, who you are. They just enjoy mm-hmm. the music and be friends. Yeah. And I noticed that at some Blank Benchy concert that there were people who came alone because they could not, they didn't have any friends who who had the same interest or the same who liked the same music. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's is it safe to say that some of the maybe weirder characters listen to this genre? But within this genre, we really don't care who they are. Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, it it attracts people that are... Oh, damn Mason coming for me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's a loud one. Oh, God, that was loud. It's like 2814 playing in a back. <laughs> it's like uh, it attracts escapists. So anyone yeah. that is into escapism is probably going to yeah. not fit in with society as mm-hmm. much as the next person who's not into escapism, yeah. right? So, and you know, kind of, don't you like know people who are maybe, I'm pretty introvert myself, and um, in real life that can be a drag for some people, and they can, online, they can be who they want to be, they can find friends and like-minded people. Yeah. And, well, we found each other in, in Vaporwave and Allsoft, we can... I think that is that is great. We can be all friends amongst each other in this scene. Yeah, I'm so glad you're getting to spend more time than just the co- the night of the concert in LA. Yeah, because Electronicon for me was oh my god, my brain was stuck <laughs> in, in New York for like two weeks after the show because <laughs> wow. I was like, God damn it, I miss that so much. Like it was the yeah. greatest greatest thing ever getting to actually see these people in person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just hang out yeah. like it was a bar three floors worth of bar wow. giant bar filled with all different types of people and every mm-hmm. single person's your friend you can go talk to everybody yeah it's like and- <laughs> people f- weaving in and out of different conversations with different groups oh, and yeah. it's just this magical magical thing where everyone's on the same level it's like real that life. No Twitter. one outside of that bar understands. Yeah. Yeah. Real life Twitter, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to meet some of the artists and some of the well fans and friends. I mean, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. We found. Do you a, have? We all found. Go a ahead. Go ahead. We call it vaporwave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, oh wait, it's perfect. It's coming around full circle. <laughs> we 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 all got our hereith. Uh huh. Uh huh. Eh, with vaporwave, yeah. it's yeah. our home. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, man. I think we all Crazy. share that feeling of hearing that. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. Oh. Crazy. Wow. We're making discoveries here today. We found it. Like, I seriously am vibrating. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> okay. That is true. I think you can write a whole essay or paper about 
what is the underlying theme or subject. Uh, do you have a most iconic Vaporwave release? Something you would kind of put it on a pedestal and frame it on your wall, sort of? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that... What is the Vaporwave release to you? I think the most iconic album to me is um, Summer Paradise by Architecture in Tokyo. Nice. That is one of the first albums I discovered, and it totally nails the sound of, of Vaporwave. And For sure. Big shout out to Luxury Elite. I don't know if she's listening. Um, her music is is the definition, and her label, all the releases on her label. That is that is what I did. Those are the truly most iconic albums. And of course, I'm going to say 2814 Birth of a New Day <laughs> because um, that was a uh, the most iconic album for the shift in in sound. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It opened uh, up a new chapter. But there's so many. I mean, this conscious hologram plaza. That is. Ooh. I mean, there's so many. I'm scrolling through my folder of albums that I bought or downloaded. Oh, there's so many good ones. Like uh, casting, I have and culture, cyber reality. That's dynamic shroud. Shout out to you guys. I'm gonna meet you soon. Yay. Mm-hmm. Digital island fantasy. I don't know oh, who yeah. he is or who she is. I, I wish. I knew who it was because that that made me decide to make Vaporwave those albums. Eco Virtual. I might, I'm going to try and find out who that is. Oh, I, I tried. I couldn't. I hope you can find it. <laughs> I'll put out the feelers. <laughs> mm, yeah, Telepath, obviously. But that would be cheating since he's also my friend. Um, Vector Graphics is awesome. Um, Vestige Vapor. Mindspring Memories. Oh, man. There's too many <laughs> to name, but... You know, every sub-sound or sub-genre has its own top three or top five. And uh, I think I named a few that are really that stood out to me or helped me uh, develop the laws for the genre. Yeah. Or were important to me. Definitely those. Uh, yeah. Nice. Those are some great releases. Everybody, I hope you had your paper and pen, pencil, uh, and oh. wrote, wrote them down. Actually, I can... Um, 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 I have to look it up. If this, um, I did a mix... For a website, Gonzo Circus, uh, Mixcloud Monday, I did a Vaporwave remix, and mm. I used all the tracks that I just named in a mix. I'll send it to you so you can... Oh, fucking sweet. So if you just take those tracks that are listed there and hope you can find them, then uh, you know what, what, what are my top tracks from the old days, like Architecture in Tokyo, St. Pepsi, BB... Would you mind if we link this? Yeah, you should. You should. Awesome. Team Jordan, Factor Grand, Kissable Islands, Energy, Infinite Quasar, or Venturex, Internet Club, Toyota, Eco Virtual. Oh, Toyota. <sighs> yeah. I actually saw Shack Attack live. Toyota loves Shack Attack because I think yeah. he sampled a lot of them. Yeah. And I was watching them live and it was really crazy. <laughs> oh, I sampled you guys. You know, somehow I know they, all your songs, sort of. They, they they played at a venue very small, and there were barely fifty people. I mean, when they come to Japan, they have a sold out stadium. Mm-hmm. And, this, and right after they were done playing, they put their guitars uh, down and they just jumped off stage and head over to the bar to have a beer. And suddenly, just the bassist of Shack Attack walked past me, and we shook hands, and and all I, I could think was shit. 
I should have brought my records to have them signed. Oh, God. <laughs> because, um, Could you imagine? I, don't know, I don't know if the listeners know Shock Attack, but they have done some Japan only albums. Mm-hmm. Like Da Makami. You can get it on Discogs. And then it, it was made for the Japanese public only. And it has an Obi strip and everything. So I kind of wanted to have it signed, but when I went there, I thought, nah, they'll, they won't be, they won't be there. So I don't bring it. <laughs> well, should have done that. Because <laughs> they just were walking right past me and I could have had it signed. And they would probably think, like, how the hell did he get a Japanese? <laughs> yeah, that would be the only, probably the only one signed, too. Yeah, I mean, that would be, well. Yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty, as we say over here. You can see everything after it happens. Yeah. I wish... I wish I knew. I could have known. Yeah. Well, that's like me with Electronicon. I'm like, okay, I know all these artists are going to be there, even though they're not performing. Mm-hmm. So do I bring a tape down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And because I was crossing the border, I was like, you know, I'm just going to bring my sleeves, the J cards. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just bringing paper across the border. But even so, there were still artists there. I was like, fuck, I should have brought a tape for you. I didn't think you were going to come, <laughs> you know? Oh, it's the same. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Jack Murphy uh, yesterday on the phone, and um, he said the same thing. He brought the J cards, or he, uh, or the, the, no, he didn't bring. He he had the cases signed, the plastic, and then oh, he, just no, the jewel wait, case. differently. Sorry, Jack, if you're listening. Sorry, I'm mixing it up. Um, he had uh, the cassette from Electronicon, and he had that one signed, the the case, and then he switched them out back at home. So, for example, he had uh, Death oh. and Eric Shout sign the, the, the plastic case. And then yeah. back at home, he just switched the cases. Smart. Oops. Yeah. Smart I might, I might do the same. If, I mean, how the hell am I going to bring uh, also crossing the uh, yeah. border and then with, with <laughs> 10 tapes? Hmm, 20? Yeah. <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> uh, I have a couple questions from fans of yours. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, one of them, uh, you may know who he is. His project is Dream Channel. Dream Channel. Dream Channel. Uh, let me link it to you. Yeah. He ju- he has some tapes on Allo City, and he just put out the mini discs. They went up yesterday. Is it is it translated? Dream Channel. Yes. 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 Ain't that? I just nice? linked. I linked it to you. Oops. No, that was not in the right channel. Okay, here we go. I, I linked it. You to might you. have noticed that I'm really bad with names. That is Hans, you, might, you might know that. Oh yeah, okay. But he's he's the best. Dream Channel. That's some uh, new slush wave as well. Mm-hmm. If you like that, check that out. Allo City Records. Uh, he wants to know who is your best cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a trick question. One of is not fair. Oh, oh. Ooh. I love them all three. I cannot pick yeah. one. I can. Yeah. I mean, they're probably listening at the door now and. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes they're gonna I, act out if you don't yeah. choose them. <laughs> they be like, Wah. yeah. I don't know. Every everyone has a, every one of them has its own um, characteristics that I like. Yeah. I mean, I've had Puka was my first cat. That's a big black one. He's now 11 years old, and that's just my first cat. Polly was the second, and she used to spend lots and lots of time with me in my room when I was making music. Mm-hmm. Um, Whenever I play black metal, Puka comes. Nice. Yuki is just, she's just a cartoon character. <laughs> and Wait, did you name your record off of her? Mm-hmm. 
Actually, yeah, nice. both, both kind of. She was named after them. <laughs> nice, I had, man. I had the album first, and I thought, if I ever have a cat again, then her name will be Yuki. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Perfect. from the cat from the Animatrix. Look it up. It's, um... Which which scene was that in? It's uh, Beyond, I think, is the name of the Beyond Animatrix. Yeah, and Beyond. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That cat's name also Yuki. Nice. But she's just a cartoon character, really. Yeah. And whenever she's downstairs and I come downstairs, um, she hears me and I sit on the couch. She walks over to me and jumps on my lap. And she's like glued to me then. <laughs> Every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A consistent loyalty. Yeah. Consistent cat love. And I, I cannot sit anywhere without her sitting on me. Well, that's mm-hmm. really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a hard question. I don't think yeah. I can answer either. So, Mr. Dream Channel, then I cannot pick one. No. Okay. I love them all three. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, the big important question, corporate mixtape reissue. Oh. When? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that. I can cut that if you want. No, I can answer it. I can answer it. Um, yeah, we've been doing, wanted to do that for over a year. Um We'll have to find a good label for it. As I mentioned, I wanna I wanna release it at a at a good label then and then everyone thinks, Oh, if he doesn't release it at me, I'm not a good label. That's not what I wanna <laughs> want people mm-hmm. to think. Um I got many re releases planned. Um but we gotta we still gotta figure out where we want to release it. Because I also like spreading it a bit. Like Lost Angels doing something and Geometric Lullaby did something and uh yeah. City did something and uh Oh, maybe there's another one who can do it. So it will happen, but I'm not sure when and which label. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because then your next question will be, will the game be included? Oh. Yeah. Uh, truth told, I don't even know if I have the original files anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like um, people will be crying now. No. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the that's the way it goes. With all these digital files getting lost and moved around, different drives, hard drive crashes, computers, and it's uh, it's good. everything it's else. Kind of vaporwave, right? No, it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Blame it on the vapor gods. <laughs> um, another question from a fan. This comes from Polly. They want to know during your production of your record and video for the VHS for Family mm-hmm. Workshop, mm-hmm. what did you have any like problems like filming that footage? And also, question from me: Did you have that footage planned out ahead of time, or did you go on your family trip and say, "Hey, I want to shoot something," and then make an album after? Two part question, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um... Well, the, uh, the the plan was to make a video, like uh, because I like uh, home videos from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And my idea was to make a VHS movie out of the memories I have now. And because I like rewatching old uh, vacation videos from like 1990 or 91 when I was still a little baby and we yeah. were on a holiday somewhere and you cherish old videos and photo albums more than a digital file. Like, For sure, like the new generation is never gonna know. Exactly. So I thought, like. well, one day I want to show my kids, like, look, here I am on a VHS tape. So <laughs> 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 kind of with that in mind, I made a yeah. movie, and well, of course, I needed to have footage, and 
I always like filming. That's one of my hobbies. Uh, and I was at the school in uh, Groningen at the uh, university. And that place was pretty vapor. It's in the second track. First one. Second. And, um, so I started filming there and I thought, yeah, I can use this. But yeah, then I, dis- then I thought, do I need more footage? Yeah, of course, obviously. But how long is it going to be? And then I just decided upon, well, if I'm going to do a movie, it should be a movie. So I think it's almost 19 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty long. Um, so <laughs> I started Googling uh, some shopping centers in the Netherlands, like where I could film. And um, uh, I found out mega stores in Den Haag. And, uh, uh, God, what was that? And, uh, was it Appleborn that had a... I think so, I don't even remember. Uh, anyway, so I found, and I knew already some shopping malls and places. And Sea Life was kind of on the to-do list. Like, we wanted to go there uh, for a time. Mm-hmm. So I brought my uh, my camera and my phone and filmed at those places. And, uh, well, since my girlfriend lives in Finland, uh, I knew some shopping centers over there. Even made an album about it. Mm-hmm. So I also uh, took my phone there and started filming uh, at places there. Um a word of thanks to my girlfriend for uh, keeping up with me there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that we had to stand one hour in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got some pretty weird faces over there. Like, uh, why is this guy filming an escalator? Uh, why? Yeah. Are he, what is he doing? Especially um, with that old technology, giant, giant camcorder, right? No, I, I used I used my mobile phone and I used my uh, camera. I oh, did, I see. I did no post-processing VHS stuff. So if it looks authentic, then it succeeded. Crazy. Oh. Well, and the you, first question... You got me. Is, yeah, if I run into any trouble, well... Yeah. Almost, because um, I was also filming at um, a Skip Hole at the airport, and yeah. I was kind of filming the area where you go into the customs, you know, like you get the bins out and you have to put in your oh, security check-in. Oh, yeah, the security, yeah. yeah. And I was on the edge, kind of like yeah. on the <laughs> side. And I thought, like, oh, that's what the fuck is this guy doing? No, no one saw it. No one saw it. Um, it wasn't until a couple months later that I was editing the footage and my girlfriend was visiting me and then I had to take her back uh, to the airport. And she was going through the security and I kind of lost her. I couldn't because it was so crowded. And then I wanted to make a picture of um, like, I don't know where you are, but you're probably here somewhere. So I got out my phone and I aimed it at security. And immediately a security guard came to me and put his hand in front of the lens. And was like, um, you cannot take a photo of this. He said, oh, sorry, I didn't want to. I was like, sorry, sorry, I didn't want to. Yeah, I said it's for security reasons and we don't yeah. want people to see how we operate. And I said, I totally understand. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make a picture so I could maybe spot my girlfriend. Or And he was like, yeah, okay, but you can't do it. Sorry, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> and then I thought immediately, like, well, the security guard, uh, a couple of months ago, I was standing five meters to the left filming this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm so lucky they didn't see it. It was scary. Scary. Yeah. At, at, because I also uh, was filming the, the check-in and the luggage stuff from a, mm-hmm. from a bar, from a restaurant. It's, it's not okay. there in the video. Yeah. Skip Hall was the scariest thing to film. Like, I was in the central hall filming. And, you know, with 
uh, all these terrorist attacks happening somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I didn't want people to think that I was like <laughs> doing yeah. location scouting, like, oh, where shall Part we go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was kind of scary. So. Crazy, man. Yeah. Okay, more questions. Sheep, Sheepy Turtle. Oh, I know uh, him or her from Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her. Okay. She's the best. Her. Uh, she helps me out all the time with shit. <laughs> oh. Shout out to you, Sheep. Uh, she noticed that there's a Cat Corp wiki page. Yeah. Uh, have you have you seen that? I think I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. It's just interesting that someone you know went ahead and made a wiki <laughs> when they can find everything on Rate Your Music and whatever. I have you know? no idea who did it, but a big thanks and shout out to the person who did it. <laughs> but mm-hmm, it feels mm-hmm. so weird having a Wikipedia page. Yeah. What? Did I make it? Am I famous now? Look, mom, I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You I, got a, I got a friend in Finland, Topias, and he's also like, dude, you got a Wikipedia page. I'm like, but it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got your discography. Mm-hmm. Oh. Little description. I think uh, cool. I, I remember that I had, I checked it when it was not very uh, full with text, just some small. But I think mm-hmm. people have expanded it lately and I'm too afraid to check it. <laughs> it seems uh, quite robust. Oh boy. So shout out <laughs> to whoever did that. Um, question from Desert Sand. Oh, oh boy. Which collabs of yours were memorable? Like what okay. memories do you have from a specific collabs? That stand out. Uh, well, obviously the telepath ones, but that would be again cheating. Which <laughs> collapsed the most out to me? Well, I don't want to insult people by not naming them. But uh, any collabs you have fo- the fondest yeah, memories of? I think that would be with love with Wallerstone Dining. That mm. felt really natural, and we both knew what we want, and the exchange of samples went really well. Really smooth. Yeah. I think that is definitely one of the best. Yeah. That would be a perfect example. Nice. I mean, all the others I did were great too. And if it was an album or even a track, I mean, I lost every every single one of them. But With Love has been so iconic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's turned into a huge record and that, that's great. Oh, it certainly has. I think the mm-hmm. everything about it, like when it came out, the album cover, um, you know, considering all the work Waterfront Dining's done over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people discovered that album years after it was made. So oh, yeah. it's almost a way for people to go and rediscover what you guys were thinking about back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. And with the current um, repress and cassette re-release, um, people have another chance of getting the album. So you did it on vinyl yeah, exactly. and cassette. So you can, mm-hmm. you can discover it again. I want to talk about your videos a little bit on YouTube mm-hmm. and see if you have any plans for making any more in the future. Mm-hmm. I really love the Good Morning America video. Oh, I think yeah. It's an amazing time capsule. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I got the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish, yeah. I always, I always like making videos, like the one uh, for the Palm on Mars. That was great to do. And uh, the one I made for Telepath. But the problem, quote-unquote, is that when I dive into this project, it just takes literally two days of my time full in production mode. So I have two days straight, no time for anything else. And 
with the uh, EF records I want to make like teaser trailers or uh, videos and um, I'm using stock footage for that so it's all pretty official and I also have uh, a friend from Finland Topias make a movie for the EF number three teaser trailer mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think eventually at some point I'll do it again but yeah. the material has to be there and exactly. <laughs> you're kind of um, ahead of me because um I was thinking of, you know, we talked about the video game soundtrack that I was maybe yeah. going to make in the future. I thought it would be awesome if we could make like game footage or uh, do something with that. Like, yeah, you know, a for sure. A of a game that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I saw one of those before. I'll link it to you just for some inspiration. That. It was re- yeah. really good. And a video that's on YouTube, uh, News at 11, the whole album um, with a video. Someone made that. I, I, sorry, I forgot your username, but um, he also lined up the samples with uh, actual footage, and that is, that is amazing. Nice. That that feels so good when you're watching mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and I would have done it myself, but uh, like I said, time and uh, it can take a lot of time. As you grow older, time is precious. <laughs> yeah, but eventually I'll do it again. Uh, film it myself or with stock footage or. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. I would love it. <laughs> that family workshop VHS too is probably my most prized vaporwave possession. Oh yeah, that was. I've got a few, but I, I really love it. Yeah, it took me two years, you know, film that and edit. Yeah, literally two years of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thinking back at it, wow, I could not have done it now, never. But then that was a perfect moment. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm glad all everything aligned perfectly for you to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I have a question from Cardian. Mm-hmm. You may you may know them. You can probably find them if you uh, wanted to do some digging. Yeah. They want to know who your favorite noise artist is. <laughs> oh, they want to know who my favorite noise artist is. Mm. Yeah, Zero. Nah. Yeah, oh, sorry, Zero. You're probably listening. You're also one of my favorites. But oh, sh- well, then- just on that point, for those who haven't heard, do you want to... Oh, hey, yeah, uh, let, me, let me, I have to think, my favorite noise artist, oh man, um, when I was in the scene, um, I used to listen to Merzbow, and I listened to Sleep Column, it's a Russian guy making harsh wall, uh, no, nee, harsh noise walls, mm, sweet, no idea actually, my favorite noise artist, <laughs> they're gonna kill me for that, because I used to make noise, I've even been to a noise festival, and I yeah. met Zero there, and we did each other. And uh, when we got in touch again to sign mm-hmm. on my label, I discovered his alias. And I said, wait a minute, we met five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> pretty freaky. Jeez. But no, it's, it, I, I, don't, I don't really have like a favorite noise art. Noise art. Mm-hmm. That's I, cool. Yeah. Merzbo would be one of the top influencers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to it as much as I used to do oh um wait what's his name um i don't know if you can uh, call it noise but i like uh henrik nordfarger burk with uh machine and timmer 412 it's a little bit darker music maybe not noise so we talked about telepath a little bit and their record blue dream mm-hmm. that you guys did the col- uh, collab or split rather. Yeah. Um, why? And you don't have to answer this, this if you don't want to. But 
curious, why was Telepath's half of that record not included on the cassette? Um, that was because he was a couple steps ahead of me, and because he didn't want to have the sampled material released anymore. Mm. Uh, like, I don't want to make sampled material now. Uh, he was in the same position then. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. doing doing one final round releasing the sample material and then it's then it's over. Yeah. Well, and he was already at that point like now I don't want the sampled stuff out again. I want to focus on the new and original mm-hmm. music. And probably also for some maybe legal, you know, like you become too popular, too known. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, I mean, he can get asked for I mean it would be no surprise to me if one day he'll be asked to do a soundtrack for, uh, like, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, then you can't really have it that you have sample stuff. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. So, oh, I always wondered about that. Mm-hmm. Transparency. So that was, that was the actual uh, real reason. We love it. That's all <laughs> so awesome. Thank you so much. Um, question about your record, Class of 84. We yeah. talked about your music while you make it, the whole Hiraith thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so because you obviously didn't get to experience a class of 84 for yourself, why is it that you chose that year to <laughs> kind of wallow in for that record? A um, couple reasons. First one is my sister used to watch uh, Saved by the Bell a lot. And uh, it kind of has that theme of Saved by the Bell, you know, that, that kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Also, Breakfast Club and Fight City, and I just took I took the middle of the '80s, like not late '80s, but kind of like in the middle, like '84. Like that, that would be the perfect year. And I, I know the number sounds good, '84, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has, of course, um, uh, the Simple Minds track "New Gold Dream." Yeah, the lyrics has also '84 in it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So all those kind of things that, that yeah, that maybe decide, let's do 84. It's kind of like in the middle of the 80s, not too much in the end, where 90s music might pop up, but more like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. 80s music getting popular. Yeah. And what were you trying to tackle or accomplish with the creation of that record? Was it a personal thing? Like you said, you make a lot of your music for yourself. Mm-hmm. Did you want to project your mind back into 84 and found this was the best way to do it or what? yeah <laughs> that's exactly what it is i wanted to oh. make an, um, <laughs> like one of those classic sounding albums and um I, I don't know i think i was getting back into the 80s uh theme again like uh, saved by the bell breakfast club and somehow i always feel like i missed out on those shows and and the time yeah i mean like born in 89 or I didn't really watch uh, Fully Conscious the, uh, Saved by the Bell. And uh, I don't know, I kind of want to live in that time. I don't want to live in that world that I created. So I thought, let's just make like that. Uh, like yeah. Uh, like maybe also, what is the name of the movie? Um, back to the Future. You know, it goes back in right. time and it's also a bit in the 80s. All those, mm-hmm. all those things made me decide to, to revisit class from the 80s. Maybe Saturn, so- ICD. <laughs> One of the questions I asked on my regular podcast episode uh, recently was, and Desert Sand was actually on that show too, mm-hmm. just as a as mm. a guest to just shoot the shit with us and talk. Not really an interview. Check out the episode if you haven't heard it. I think it's number yeah. fifty. But I asked if they had to choose if 
if they had to go back in time and they could either choose 1985 or 1995, where would they go? And my guess is that you would go to 85 with me because no one else went with me. Everybody chose 95. <laughs> yeah, they all chose 95. Yeah. I've been there in 95. I was six. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is, you know, I could go. <laughs> People hate me for that. I always can work out two point of views. Um, yeah, true. I would go to 95 for the reason that I want to relive my childhood. And but as a teenager instead of a child. Then I would definitely go 85 because fuck yeah, 80s. <laughs> yeah. New Wave and all those. Mean Five cities shaped my uh, music taste. Mm -hmm. um, like hell yeah, let's go back to the 80s for the disco. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, wow. Just look at nice. Vice City, then that's 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 where I want to go. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's well, how I feel. You. Exactly. I'm with you on 85. <laughs> it's nice to have someone on my side. <laughs> yes. When are we going? <laughs> yeah. Let me just get my DeLorean here. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> yeah. My used DeLorean. Okay, uh, moving on. I, I have not heard any music from this, but in my research, I learned that you had a project called Isuzu Piazza Enterprises. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is that? Can you tell it's, us about that? Yeah, I just posted it on Facebook the other day. Um, oh, damn. It's... um. Um, like a little tribute to Toyota. Um, I wanted to do something else under a different name. And then I thought... Is of, he still making music? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think so, actually. If anyone knows a new Toyota album, hit me up on Twitter. Or if Toyota's listening, make music again. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I, that would be a real treat <laughs> if you were to listen. So, to answer your question, I wanted to make yeah. um, a tape about the Isuzu Piazza because I you know the car is so so, so vintage so 80s mm -hmm. or maybe even 90s um, so I thought of making like a cassette that they would play at the dealership or like uh, in commercials yeah and, and and that's how all these tracks got uh, got made like what I did on Audi I wanted to do that on a Japanese car and then it turned out mm -hmm. to be the Isuzu Piazza mm -hmm. Piazza <laughs> I love that about you, man. Like you, like you just said, you wanted to make a record, but you know it's twenty fifteen or so, twenty fourteen, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And and you know you're like, hey, the whole time in your mind you're like, hey, I need to make this Japanese version of you know uh, Toyota's records or our auto, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and it just I don't know. It's just interesting to me how you create these worlds for yourself that you want to go into that have zero monetary value and not even a way to be played because supermarkets and all that car dealerships they don't play cassettes anymore <laughs> so in, in, a, in a year where in that when companies are not even entertaining the idea of playing a cassette you're making a cassette you're making the whole album as if you're going to be able to give it to them, but you're just <laughs> making it for yourself. Like, that yeah. is the coolest shit, man. Like, seriously. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I think that is, that is also a team. I just make the things that I want to hear or what I would do. I mean, uh, if I would have a dealership, sure, let's play that, let's play that tape. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, exactly. that, that's it. Like, if you, if we would have a Here After Records office, um, you would have like playlists, like uh, Nature Wave, 
in the morning or in the late afternoon. And on Fridays, yeah. we listen to Future Funk and yeah. <laughs> Moth Off Tuesday, something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait until... 2022 or whenever, whatever year <laughs> we need to get to where people can actually open up a vaporwave store, a coffee shop or something. Oh, that, that's my, that's my other dream to have a nightclub yeah. for vaporwave mm -hmm. on bar. Mm -hmm. Oh, one day. I've actually been dreaming about that, you know, like, oh, having telepath play a slush set or, uh, like electronic on, but then in a club. Yeah. Like a bar where you can just listen to mall stuff. But then again, when people come there, Oh, well, that's no, what would. it's about. Yeah. Like people, people have, you've done what you wanted for yourself all these years mm -hmm. and it's a success. I, you know, it seems like you have a good, to use a phrase that Christ used mm -hmm. to have your thumb on the pulse of what people want. Mm. I think, you know, like when the right time for certain things are. Yeah. So keep that dream alive, man. Let's get, the, <laughs> let's get the vaporwave club going. <laughs> yeah. I think. No joke. I, I talked about this with someone else. I said to him, um, this is going to be the next move of George Clinton, getting his own vapor club. Mm. And seriously, I don't know if he's listening or one of his team, but I seriously think that is the next thing he's going to do, like a club. He was the first to do a festival this big. I think the next step will be a club or a bar or yeah. a record shop, like a physical store. That's... Um, well, if you ask yourself what is the next logical step, I, you know the ans answer pro comes yeah. pretty quick. Yeah, definitely. I think that's it. That, that's going to be the next step for him, maybe for me. But I'm just going to take it slow, step by step. I mean, mm -hmm. all my, all my uh, I said my workflow has worked in the past years. You know, started out with making ten cassettes, uh, then thirty, then fifty, and now we're at three hundred. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm just doing it the corp way and uh, we'll see how it goes the corp way <laughs> and it's worked all these years so um, yeah I'm going to do anything weird or, or it's a new or new hashtag the corp way <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, um, should tag, you, should tag your, uh, you should tag it with do it the corp way <laughs> do it the corp way yeah cool I wrote that down because <laughs> I am going to do that um <laughs> Do you feel, because I know the Earth Earth record came out in 2014 or so, like we said. Mm -hmm. What is your experience of how that, that record has been received being released again in 2019 on Wax? Oh, way better than back in... Um, yeah. It's been kind of an underground, underdog album. Like, um, Didn't you delete it? Uh, no, Dreamcast did it because of the sample purge. Oh, but, shit. Right, yeah. right, right. It's still on Earth, Earth. Bandcamp, that makes so the, much sense now. Yeah, but that would be the unmastered version. Yeah, he deleted it um, because he got into some trouble. People mm -hmm. might remember. Um, I don't blame him for yeah. that. It's still on YouTube. Nope. It's on Vapor Memory. And it's very popular over there. People love it. And um, when I started the label last year, I was thinking, well, what am I going to release? And I thought, well, I have my own album coming i could try to do earth earth and then i thought well maybe i have another album by by the time then uh so it's been it's been in the works since last year to release it and honestly i was thinking are people really going to buy this record on wax on vinyl on cassette on cd i have no idea but then i posted pictures and how many upvotes did it get 
800 hundreds, yeah, on Twitter, like the most I've ever seen. Yeah, or on Reddit, and, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's a lot. Like people really, and it's. I don't know if they like the music or that they just like the product. <laughs> like because the green. it looks really good, and I don't know if people who ordered the record and are listening to this and you have not received it yet, or maybe you have. Um, you probably yeah. If you already have it, you already know. But if you don't have it. As soon as you unpack it, you'll feel the difference. Let me just, that's the only hint I'm gonna get. You feel the difference. Oh, I think you told me. Touch the paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, touch the paper. <laughs> touch the paper. <laughs> Lick the book. <laughs> um, you know, you know that quote? Lick the book? No, I don't know it, but. <laughs> it's from, uh, Clone High. Clone High. Is it? cartoon one of the most hilarious cartoons ever made it ran for one season and got cut off because they're one of the characters in the show was gandhi and they it's it's like a all the old presidents and all that if they went to like if they all went to the same high school together as teenagers that's what the show is such a hilarious show jfk is in there joan of arc cleopatra Abraham Lincoln is the main character. Like everybody, please, please watch this show, Clone High. If you haven't seen it, oh it's yeah, best cartoon ever made, uh, and it still holds up. Anyway, Tom Green's a guest on one of the episodes, and oh. it's an episode about ADD, <laughs> and Tom Green has it in the episode, and he's just like, lick the book, lick, lick the, the book. book, touch the book. Anyway, anyway, yeah. sorry, <laughs> it's that it's, good of a show. Okay, it has the same drawing style as Dexter. It does. Very, very similar to Dexter's Lab, yeah. Dexter's The lab. thick black outline. <laughs> mm-hmm. We should do Dexter Wave. <laughs> Dexter Wave. I think I've seen a something. Did somebody do maybe, it? Maybe not. I, I don't know. Do I f- it. Dexter Wave. Something, something's hitting my brain right now. Okay, well, we're, we're, get, we're getting through my questions now. Hmm. We're getting close to the end. <laughs> Do you have any advice, maybe, for aspiring artists? Yeah, have fun. That's the mm-hmm. first rule. Have fun. Don't, don't, I don't know. Get some George Michael, Michael Jackson stuff. Slow it down. Slap reverb on it. Chop it up. Forget all the rules. Make something fun. I mean, yeah, I did tons. Thank of you for saying in, that. In my, in my free time, I did Taylor Swift, and I don't know, and just had fun with them. Slow down and. <laughs> they're never gonna be released but um, that's just part of it have fun and even now Experiment. I'm trying to, to produce original material and the stuff I made yesterday was horrible and uh, but I had fun making it and uh, of course then the next moment I'll be shouting like I can't make anything so yeah, <laughs> it's a struggle but you'll get there eventually and just have fun oh yeah another good tip is um, work on a theming like like what we did class of 84, you know, the theme, picture that in your head and then make an album. It works really good. I like concept albums. So that's a good, that, that's a tip from uh, Uncle Cor. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And if you want to know things, then just, you know, talk to other persons, get in some Discord groups or uh, Facebook. And don't, don't, please don't feel bad when someone doesn't like your first track. My first three albums suck. So... Don't don't feel yeah. bad when someone is a bit negative. We all got to start awesome. Thanks, thanks for saying that. I'm sure hearing that from you is a powerful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I hope it can help people to uh, 
overcome maybe their um, anxiety to start working on music or uh, release stuff that they don't feel so confident about. Mm -hmm. The scene is pretty forgiving, I think. And if you spot some salty folks or negativity, uh, block it out. I mean, don't spend time on those. You have better things Mm -hmm. to do. It's so easy. You know, you can just hop on the internet and see what people have to say. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if you think about it differently, you can hop on the internet and see how other people can affect your emotions in that moment. Oh, that is true. I mean, of course, I felt bad when people called my music awful or shitty. Um, You feel bad for a couple of seconds, but then again, you have to look at the positive reactions you get. And uh, I don't know. If if you can't make it, then just make it for yourself and... Like I said, have fun making it. And <laughs> what I learned, mm-hmm. there's always someone who will like it. I mean, I made the weirdest noise music, and someone liked it. <laughs> so there's always, always someone who will like it. Yeah. Keep that in mind. I mean, people like free jazz. I mean, <laughs> I hope I'm not kicking all the jazz lovers right now. <laughs> you know, like those that improvised. Uh, oh, for sure. And then someone else plays Definitely. something totally different and. Like your mind's gonna explode. Well, yeah, people like that, so there's a chance for everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again, man. Yeah, I hope it inspires some people. <laughs> Absolutely. And last question we did touch on it a little bit, but anything upcoming that fans can look forward to? Ooh, um, well, like I said, I'm working on this original Malsoft uh, album. I want to warn you guys uh, with my writer block coming up. And all the busy it's work. It's real. Yep, it, it <laughs> might take some time. <laughs> um, well, we talked about this game soundtrack. That's something I want to pursue. Maybe in the meantime. Uh, my drone album is coming up. People will be like, what the fuck, drone? I'm not listening to that. Well, then you don't. <laughs> I mean, there's always someone who will like it. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I've been talking a lot with Tim Six. Like, he, uh, you know, oh, uh, Global Six. Pattern? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he did a drone album lately. And it's been released as that very famous Dark Ambient label that mm-hmm. I just forgot the name of. Um, he liked it a lot. And uh, like I said, there's always someone who will like it. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Cryo Chamber. That's the label, by the way. Ah, yes. Um, but to give you a nice answer, my drone album is coming up. It's going to be drone. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. There'll be always someone who will like it. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to try some new things, you know? Yeah. Something else. I've done, I've done the things I like and want to keep doing that. And this is what I felt like doing last year and early this year. So uh, I hope people will like it. Yeah. For sure. Looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is and, there... Uh, well, and, and of course, if, if a little bit promotion, but uh, keep an eye on the label. We're going to have so much awesome music coming up. I, uh, I'm not going to spoil any artists, but um, mm-hmm. let's say... Sweet. That, no, I'm not going to say it. That's will spoil too much. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Cool. Well, you got anyone uh, you want to shout out before we hit the road? Oof. Oh, you know the thing with shout outs? You always forget the persons and you afterwards will be like, oh, I forgot him, I forgot her. Oh, no. True. But let's just do one. In, let's do one in general. Thank you, everyone, for last night for your support. Thanks, everyone, following me on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, I do see your messages, but I get so many that I, I cannot respond to all of them or I can respond to all of them in time. But I do see them and I do like them. And recently I got an email from someone and uh, a very personal email and 
those are highly appreciated. I mean, uh, I love every everyone uh, that's sending message. Mm-hmm. So um, there won't be any specific shout outs. Just a big shout out to the whole scene, and uh, of course to you for uh, having me here. But um, anytime, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just amazing, and uh, they'll be my awesome. big major shout out to everyone. Yeah. Well, you are amazing. Okay. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're shout amazing. Everybody gets an amazing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can do one shout out to the Dumpholf Discord group. Een hele grote goedenavond aan mijn Nederlandse Dumpholf vrienden. We have a Dutch vaporwave group. And, uh, yeah. Very funny. And uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Doing shoutouts. Uh, sky is the limit, guys. You know it. I still feel the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Once who were in the stream know what, what was up. Sky is the limit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I guess that's it. Oh. <laughs> we talked for four hours. Wow. It was amazing, Crazy. man. Wow. Like, I had such a fun time talking to you today. Like it, I said, it, it yeah. was an absolute honor. You're <laughs> Same. You're the biggest inspiration for me for why I do this. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. I really love you, and I love your work. Well, have a great dinner, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for I'm, your time. Oh, for sure. I feel like it. I made a new friend here today. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. It was really amazing. I like these uh, conversations. Thanks, man. Cool. Well, Hello. that's it for me. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll see you later. Have a great Thanks, day. Man. And, uh, I sure will. Quickly run downstairs and get some food. Cool. <laughs> All right, I'll, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, cool. Hey, thanks. See you later. My pleasure, man. All cool. the best. And that was my interview with Cat System Corp or Yorint. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in as always. Check out our website. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon if you want to pick up a physical copy of the magazine. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. And also, check out our back catalog. We have a lot of interesting interviews with a lot of cool people, and you might find something that you like. Okay, as always, we're going to leave you with some music from the artist. Here's a taste of Cat Corp from his various records. Uh, definitely check him out on Bandcamp as well. There's a lot of great stuff there. If you haven't heard all of his records, he's got a whole bunch of different stuff, and it's all fantastic. Thanks a lot, everybody, and we'll see you next time.
really should smoke more of that stuff.